going on everybody welcome back to another batman news weekly this is episode 177 in year four and we have some of the biggest dc news probably of the year that is coming down and probably some of the most shocking because pennyworth has been canceled <laughs> i cannot believe it pennyworth the origin of Batman's oh, butler shit. has been canceled. <laughs> I forgot that they made that the title. <laughs> yeah. So I know it's shocking to a oh. lot of people. They were excited oh. to see the origins of Pennyworth. Hopefully, oh. I mean, there's probably some Gotham people out there that were hoping it was going to bleed into Gotham. Um, but Pennyworth oh. has been canceled, ladies and gentlemen. I'm that assuming, is great. Did that season already come out? Or is, it, is that going to be the final season? It says after three seasons, so okay. it, it. So I think the third season did come out. Uh, I don't believe there was a uh, fourth one in the works. I don't think. Yeah. Um, and I may be completely wrong on that because I, it was not on my radar. Yeah. The moment that it said that it was on Epics, I forgot about it. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was weird, but uh, I saw that yesterday, and I was like, "Oh!" And it's funny because a lot of people were complaining that you know Doom Patrol and Titans was the reason, like James Gunn was the reason, right? But he said those were the decisions were made before I showed up. Yeah, and so I'm assuming. I mean, that never really even made it to HBO, if I'm not mistaken. Didn't somebody else pick up uh, Pennyworth? Pennyworth? Yeah. So Pennyworth, no, no. So Pennyworth was on Epics. And uh -huh. then at DC Fandom, the big announcement was it's moving to HBO Max. And oh, so okay. everybody was like, oh, shit, we're going to have all DC shows on HBO Max now. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. And then now it's canceled. So, yeah, yeah. It looked cool. I just never gave it a chance. Um, then again, I don't have time anymore. You know, I I've heard that, like. It was a really good, like almost James Bondian, like beginning, yeah. mm -hmm. and then it started to turn into like freaking Handmaid's Tale, like near the end, uh, like like very cult and like stuff is happening. Like it's turned, it started to like try to dive deep. I'm pretty sure it started to like trickle in what would have been the Court of the Owls. Mm. Yeah. And I'm okay with that because we've all known, and especially now that like the court is something that has existed before Bruce was even alive. Yeah. So I'm okay with that kind of thing. But my worry, if we were to see that in what we now can say would be Elseworld stuff, um, is that they just go too far with it. Yeah. Because, you know, you can, you can add something like that, but it's always that one writer or that one director or that one producer is just like, Let's do this. And you know it's the wrong choice, but they do it anyway. Yeah, that, that was pretty much all of Gotham. Anyways, uh, that was just a joke to start off what we're actually talking about today. Because it did come out that James Gunn, as we predicted, waited till the 31st of January to drop the DC slate. Now, I don't know if you saw this, but did you see that uh somebody from congress was all like if d if james yeah Gunn, if james it was Gunn, so good yeah was <laughs> that the guy that got sworn in on superman i don't believe it was uh okay. it, my immediately my immediate thought that was the guy yeah. uh but it was not um but he was like if if he doesn't drop the slate within this amount of time we're gonna subpoena him yeah. and and bring him into court and gun was like 
uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. See, I wish there was politicians more like that, you know? Because, like, everybody's all like, death and fucking we're going to die. Stick up their ass you know? and everything yeah. else. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of nice to see somebody kind of just chilling like that, which I think is really nice. Um, but anyways, let's dive into the DC slate. I will have to say, I don't know where you were. Were you waiting by your computer for this to drop? So I was at work. Okay. Now, the reason... So juice can tell you guys and i'll just tell you right now the night before i was on the hunt yeah i was like i I was like i know i'm gonna be working there's a possibility because the thing was when people were saying 12 p.m i assumed it was going to be like everybody was saying 12 p.m central yeah and so i thought oh it's gonna be 1 p.m eastern standard time i'm gonna be on my lunch break And the more and more people were talking about it, I was like, oh, wait a minute. No, I'm still going to be working. Yeah. I need to find out what this is now if in case I like miss it or whatever. Mm. So I was on the hunt the night before. I was talking to some people that knew people. Um, I then got a fake list that looked very, very promising and very real. But at the same time, a little iffy because me and Juice did talk about it because I was he was the first person that I talked to about it. I was like, hey. Look at this. It's a little worrisome, but there's some good stuff here. Yeah. Uh, and almost immediately, I texted him back. I was like, it's fake. It's wrong. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> Erase I this. was all like, thank God. <laughs> because we didn't like the Batman thing that they were suggesting. Yes. They So they got it right in the sense of like kind of the inspiration. Yeah. But they uh, there was this weird thing going on with like, People were assuming Bruce Wayne was going to be missing. Yeah. And it was going to be Dick Grayson, Batman and everything else. And people were so upset about that um, because I had seen this list starting to make its way on the Internet as well around the same Mm -hmm. time that I got it. So I was like, oh, crap, maybe this is real. This is going to be very, very interesting. Found out it was fake. And then I don't know if it was the same night or early the next morning. Mm -hmm. I got the real list it was early the next morning it was early yeah. the next morning i got the real list and that one looked and is a lot more promising yeah yeah so um it was really interesting i will say i don't know if you noticed this because i don't follow them on twitter but our dc contact was pushing the dig grace narrative i don't know if you saw that and i was yes, all like was. Mm. And, and the <laughs> thing is the thing is uh it was more along the lines of he was pushing a lot of stuff yeah it was it was basically oh i see dc is trending and basically he was being a good member of the social media team yeah and he was pushing books and i think that is awesome yeah and i do have some uh tidbits that uh dc did send me uh to shout out when we are finished with this conversation uh in regards to uh where people can go to read this how can they can access the stuff that these uh the slate is inspired by and things like that so uh we will get to that near the end of this conversation nice but yeah it it was uh it was a wild day man yeah uh (laughs) i was not having a great day because i had to go pick up my car from the fucking dealership because i have an oil leak found out i my oil pan is leaking i thought it was my like either power steering or like um brake fluid or whatever i thought it was that because when i first started seeing this oil leak it was clear as hell 
And I was like, okay, that's not oil. Like we worked around oil all the time. I was like, I know what yeah. an oil spill looks like. Then over time it was getting darker and I was like, oh, I was like, that's weird. Never put two and two together. I was just like, oh, it's, it's my fucking, whatchamacallit. So apparently I was driving on low oil and Damn. like, I didn't even know that. So luckily I got to the dealership. I did a 27 point inspection to find out why my car shakes at a certain mileage. Turns out dumbasses where I bought my tires didn't put on a spacer ring. And what pisses uh. me off, what pisses me off is I had went back a second time to get that spacer ring put on. So they blatantly just lied to me the second time and said they put it on. And so I was pissed because I thought I was like, they said they put it on. So when I started driving and feeling the shaking again, I was like, it's part of the car, like something damaged. Because remember the night we saw Joker and my fucking tire pop? That's when the yep. issue started. And so <laughs> I I was just like, God damn it. And, you know, I thought I broke something. I thought maybe when I ran over whatever I ran over, it broke something in my car. But it's drivable, but it's not smooth. And so now it's it's cold as hell here, raining all the time. And I go to the dealership. I, I'm like ready to bitch somebody out. But the dude looks up the date and he's like, dude, you haven't been here like in a year. Like all these people are all new people. Like, so there's nobody I can ask that fucked you over. Like, you know what I mean? He's like, all I can do is order you the part and call it in. That's all I can do. And I was like, damn, damn it. I wanted to piss somebody out. Like I wanted to bitch somebody out, you know? Um, and so anyways, I, and the thing that sucks is they check my tire because I have a leak. You know, I had a flat tire. And I, they're checking the tires like, dude, your tires are like six years old. I'm like, God damn it. I got to buy fucking tires. So I bought, I had to buy two new tires because my other tires were like only three years old. And so, yeah, I had to drop like $500 uh, the other day, Jesus. which I was fucking pissed. And then so my, they were like, oh, it's going to be like a two and a half hour wait. I'm just like, God damn it. So I just walked to McDonald's in the cold fucking rain. And I was just like, I'm just going to sit here. And then that's when I started seeing the slate come out. And I was just like, oh, okay. I was like, let me check this out. And I watched the I watched the James Gunn video, which, by the way, can I say the video? Perfect idea. Um, immaculate. And yes. I want to bring that up. Yeah, Ray. I know you're not listening to this. I'm gonna send it to you. And I know we've already talked about it uh, offline. Um, the day before, uh, everybody was wondering what's going on. How is it gonna work? And I said, it needs to be. A video yeah because there is such a space now we talk about it all the time especially with the podcast now being on youtube mm -hmm. you being a youtube person we both at one point being on tiktok like yeah. today's medium and audience is a visual medium mm -hmm. like that's just what it is and uh the response that my friend ray gave me was and he was already very like, oh, I'm not entirely sure about this. You know, not necessarily the slate, but everybody's hype around it. Yeah. Um, and uh, he said, this is honestly, uh, this honestly isn't the time for all of that. Not when you're starting from a reboot position. The time for that is when casting and production on green lit films actually begins. This is just the beginning of a new plan. You don't build hype off of a title announcement yet and i was like i don't really agree with you like yeah. i i think that that any time for a video is good any visual type of announcement is good yeah. regardless of if you're a fan or if you're not yeah. because he said you're looking at this from a fan perspective because you want to be hyped the truth is you already have they already have you 
Even if you claim otherwise, the market events, YouTube, TikTok, etc., are for the general audience, not us. And you need more announcements for that. Yeah. And what we were hearing was that we were going to get maybe two or three things. Mm -hmm. This ended up being a lot bigger than what people were expecting. Yeah. Even and the insiders that, were surprised. Yeah. And, and that's what, like, really like set up the video even better was yeah. that it was a very inform informable video. Yeah. Uh and I ended up uh sending him uh because he he said something about like oh man I'm really surprised blah blah and uh he was like video was a great idea and I sent him the Batman like rubbing his chin emoji. I was like huh it was funny that it was a video huh yeah and he was like uh, what he said, he said uh, something like, oh, well, you know, either uh, he heard he either he saw our conversation or you've been or you've been talking to him without us knowing. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, it's just it just makes sense. It just yeah. makes sense, especially the day after. I saw it on TikTok. Oh, OK, the, now it was a little spliced up because you can only have three minutes compared to the six minute video that is on this on the youtube channel now is it uh, i thought they were at 10 already i'm pretty sure you can do 10 the standard is do, three though yeah dude, you, you can do 10. do 10 minutes on tiktok yeah you've never watched a video where you're like dude this is going on forever no yeah they started well, doing 10 video and, videos and i didn't watch it all the way because oh, okay. i was like oh it's on tiktok and then i scrolled up like yeah, yeah. that's basically what i did when i when i saw it on tiktok mm -hmm. so i might go back and see if it is actually the full six minutes yeah that is great if if so we don't um, i mean because i work for a i work for a channel that we we have a lot of tiktok uh promotion stuff we still keep it at three minutes because three minutes is short you know the shorter the better in my opinion um yeah. but i believe you can do 10 minutes because you get to a point where you like if our youtube videos are 20 minutes that would be two tiktoks if we do 10 minutes we don't want to do that you know what i mean so yeah. we keep it short to force people to go to the youtube channel um because why would you why would you give you tiktok don't pay shit you gotta move them somewhere else but anyways yeah. um what i want to say the reason why the video was perfect was because you had so many people snyder cultists mainly that kept bitching about well why should i watch the new movies if you're gonna reboot the whole universe like man that's just pointless i'm not even gonna watch this year's movies but james gunn came out and told you like Hey, we're rebooting or we're, you know, we're starting the universe, but I'm, we got so lucky that the movies that are coming out this year can fit so well into the DC universe. You know what I mean? They're like starting with Shazam. He's always been like in his own little world. So that continues. That's going to spin off into the flash, you know? Yes. And I also want to state the best part of the video was the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And when I say the very beginning, James Gunn said, Hi, I'm James Gunn, and this is why I was hired. And he explained, mm. hey, movies haven't really made sense with continuity and how they're storytelling and everything else. I'm here to fix that. Yeah. And he explained how he's going to fix it. I think that was the best thing that you could have done to start off that video. Yeah, if you heard a big loud scream at that moment when the video launched, it was Snyder fans. The story was perfect. He had a five plan thing. <laughs> Sell it to Netflix. Um, yeah, that was if you just in case you heard that. But yeah, I I loved it. I love that he came out and said Shazam matters. Freaking the Flash matters because it's gonna reset the universe. 
that mm-hmm. bleeds into Blue Beetle, which is this, you know, coming of age story or whatever words he used. And then Aquaman bleeds into our next, you know, first part of the thing that we're going to do in, you know, the new DC universe. And then he went on to say the whole slate. And I love that he talked about Creature Commandos first and said it's going to be an animation. And yes. we're going to be t- diving into the idea of the animations and how voice, how James Gunn wants voice actors to do animations, games, and movies to keep it all continuity throughout the whole thing. Uh, we're going to talk about that later because we have some some people are not happy about that. So we'll be talking about that. But I love that he said that the Creature Commandos things are already done, like the they're already written. So yes. I'm I don't know where he finds all this time to write, which is kind of crazy. He is a writing machine. Now, the one thing that people were worried about is, oh, it sounds like James Gunn is going to write out the entire DCU. I don't like his humor. I don't want that in all of my stuff. No, he has definitely grabbed on uh, a chief writing room. Yeah. Uh, Some people are not going to be happy with one in particular person on it. Um, But I will say, Juice is really excited for the general audience to be pissed off about it. It's not going to be the general audience. Um, and who we're, we're talking about is Tom King. Yeah. Um, there's already comic book fans that are just whining and complaining about it. General audience, if they don't like the way the story is going, they blame mm-hmm. the director. Because that's the only big that's name that's point. always attached to a movie. Yeah. Nobody ever looks at who wrote this movie. No, they yeah. always just blame the director. Um but in regards I don't to... think the GA will necessarily hate Tom King though unless they do Heroes in Crisis cuz then they're gonna be like Wally but I also well, think the GA kind of <laughs> likes I think the GA kind of likes deaths sometimes Well I I saw somebody was like uh whatever you do don't let Tom King touch Wally in the DCU <laughs> <laughs> I love that story even though everybody hates it um but I also enjoy Tom King but the thing is I saw that and I was like I just smiled because I knew so many people were going to bitch. You know what I mean? I was just like, oh, every Tom King hater right now. I was like, um, but I, you know, the and this is what I love more about it is, you know how we were kind of talking about how we want a Batman universe, but unfortunately it's going to be Reeves doing it, you know? And we're just like, ah, yeah. oh, fuck. This is the equivalent of people that are like, I want writers in these movies, like people that write comics working on these movies. And then it's Tom King and they're like, no. Well, and here's, here's the thing about that. Also, the day that this slate was announced, there were so many writers Mm -hmm. that made comments and James Gunn was just retweeting and retweeting and retweeting, retweeting. This gives me so much hope that these people will be consultants. These people will actually be writing like, there was so many, and I'm really, really glad. You know, one of the big moments in one of these articles that you ended up pointing out to me um, mm-hmm. and the rest of our Discord was Gunn and Saffron made the statement, like, actors are put on this high pedestal, yeah. and then the stories suck ass. Like, yeah. they don't want to do this anymore. They don't want to make sacrifices on the writing just so that way they can have a big star. Um Especially now, if they're resetting a DC universe, soft resetting, because I do have uh, a little bit of insight on that as well. Gunn did make a comment about how things are going to be reset. But uh, the one thing I will say is I did read a little bit of an article 
that said uh tom king's been there from like the start with gun uh i don't i was trying i thought we posted it in a discord i must have just saw that on twitter but it was james gunn quoting that like he's been going to tom king for a while so like to help him plan out where things should go so i'm i'm interested in that so with with tom king we could go back and uh see where he started talking about doing the hollywood stuff to kind of mm. see if it correlates with when gun was hired yeah now, also we've been seeing a lot of gun teasing tom king stories on his yeah. instagram yeah so that was another big indicator also yeah, it's going to be really interesting. So I and I know a lot of people are probably going to bitch and bitch until the day comes. They're like, oh, I don't like when he does this or whatever. Uh, they're going to watch the fucking movies. You know, once somebody sees a trailer, their mind changes. It doesn't mean that they won't still bitch online because I think some people just love to bitch. Like, yeah. it's just what they do. But I I don't think I could do it. It's it, this is the perfect scenario for me. My favorite writers going into the DC universe to work on movies and be a consultant like it's fucking money. Like, you know what I mean? For me, I, I love it. Uh, and then I've, I've always said that James Gunn was the perfect man for the job. So mm -hmm. like, if this sucks, then it, oh, that's just going to be ultimately disappointing. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the two people that I thought could make good shit. And I'm just like, wow. Um, but there's so like movies are so much different than writing a comic book. You know what I mean? There's yes. so many moving parts. James Gunn isn't going to direct every single one of these projects. So hopefully he's getting the right people, you know, in in line. And he, he even mentioned in that video that he wants to make sure when he gets directors, it's their vision, but it's a part of a bigger story. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it looks like they still want to kind of keep the uniqueness of stuff. Um, but you know what? We, I feel like we can talk all day. Let's run through the the things. Like, let's yes. go one by one and just talk about them. So Creature so, Commandos, first one. Creature Commandos was uh, one that you mentioned first. It is the very first one that James Gunn mentioned on his video. As you said, he has completed all of the script, it, and it is going to be animated. Um, yeah. Creature Commandos was uh, created by, uh, oh, shoot. Uh, I know J he's, he's on Twitter. JMD. Uh, yeah is his initials i can never pronounce his uh actual name uh d mateus uh mm. d jdm sorry uh but uh really great um he said that he kind of just threw it out there one day yeah. when he pitched the series because this is something gun also retweeted um just off of a whim just kind of creating this weird wacky team uh one thing that we do know about the creature commandos is that one of the characters it has not been it hasn't been said who but james gunn has said that one of the creature commandos will be appearing in waller oh. and uh waller is the next thing but any any big comments on creature commandos from you i like that it's wacky um you know it is because Let's be real. We have skipped some of these books when they come out when we're covering this channel, you know, or on this podcast, because there was like that weird monster one for a while that had like the killer whale character and it had the Frankenstein character and it had a bunch of randos. And we were just like, that looks weird. And we yeah. didn't we didn't cover it. But I think if you can make people fall in love through animation or movies, it might give more play. And we saw what happened with Peacemaker, right? Like, 
he freaking he's blown up like he's gonna be in the new suicide squad series and all that jazz he's like one of the focal points now like more so than like uh oh my god i want to say deathstroke but deadshot right like deadshot yeah. was next to harley all the time in that but now it just seems like it's peacemaker he's like i'm suicide squad and so and peacemaker is uh, season two is currently not in the works. Uh, we thought yeah. that season two was like starting to like be written and everything else. The fact is the sequel series to Peacemaker is actually going to be Waller. Yeah. Um, it says here Waller is a, a spinoff of the hit series uh, Peacemaker. It's going to be, uh, of course, featuring Viola Davis returning as Waller. Uh, and she is basically on the run from what James Gunn calls Team Peacemaker. So hmm. we probably will see Peacemaker again, but it will be their wacky team that uh, was all in season one that is yeah. going after Waller. This is interesting. Uh, the writers uh, from Watchmen, Crystal Henry and Jeremy Carver, uh, well, uh, uh, Chris, uh, Crystal Henry is, of course, in uh, was the writer from Watchmen, and Jeremy Carver, which was the creator of the Doom Patrol TV show, yeah. are going to be the ones doing Waller. Solid now, stuff. I am not worried. I'm very intrigued on how they're going to balance the seriousness of Waller mm -hmm. with her being who she is, and it's going to be her show, yeah. but also having the wacky, quirky, funny Peacemaker team. Yeah. You I don't know? think it'll be an issue if... Have you went back and watched The Suicide Squad since we originally watched it? Uh, No, I need to go back and watch that. Okay, go back and watch it because, like, although Peacemaker is a dipshit, right? Moments in The Suicide Squad, he's pretty serious. Like, when he's fighting, when he has to tell Rick Flag, he is like, I'll do anything for peace, you know? Like, even, like, hide the secrets or whatever. That's a pretty serious moment. And I think, you know, they can do serious with that team. So, and we've seen James Gunn do serious and like funny in the same movie. I mean, I mean, or in the same show, I should say, because there are moments in Peacemaker that were serious as fuck. So um, I think they'll balance it really well. Uh, let's just hope it is because, yeah, Waller should never be funny. I don't yeah. think unless it's extremely dry humor, but I don't even think then like you just keep her serious as hell. Uh, yeah. And I feel like Viola Davis would be the type of actress to be like, my character wouldn't do that. So hopefully that happens. And uh, yeah, I, I'm glad that they're branching out into another series. And I wouldn't actually mind that. I wouldn't mind like, oh, yeah, that series bleeds into this series. So you got to watch that one. Because I think that's more of a continuing story uh, instead of just being Peacemaker season two. You know, I kind of like that. I have comments on because we also got Elseworld announcements, too, which I want to talk about titles, I should say, at least. But um, Waller, I'm excited about because I want to see the continuation of that story. Will we get even more characters in that series? I'm concerned. I mean, obviously you said Creature Commandos is going to have one character, but I wonder if it'll introduce more. I think I love the idea of series because you can just introduce a bunch of people. Yeah. And nothing from this announcement hurt sounded like, oh, we're going to do origin stories. It just sounds like everybody exists. Yes. Uh, and that was a comment that I wanted to go ahead and share um, with, you guys the comment was i believe it was on instagram somebody was asking the question like how is this how is any of this going to make oh, sense yeah. is it a soft reboot a uh, hard reboot you know yada 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 and 
with what Gunn said, it was on Instagram. He said, uh, bringing it up now. Uh, put it on Discord. Right? Flash resets many things, not all things. Some characters remain the same. Some do not. And this comes up. Uh, this brings up the next point of the uh, video because people felt this video itself was very contradicting. And I mm -hmm. want to know your opinion on it because before he really jumped into the new projects, he talked about, like you said, Shazam, mm -hmm. talked about Flash. And he said Flash is going to reset everything. And yeah. then he talked about Blue Beetle, mm -hmm. made comments about Blue Beetle. He skipped Aquaman, if you noticed, um, in in his con in his actual like explaining things. Uh -huh. So he says Flash resets everything. Then he said uh, Blue Beetle is. I can't remember if he said it's the start of everything. Mm -hmm. But and, then later he on, said he was like Blue Beetle is a story about a kid. He says something yeah, like yeah. That. okay. So yeah. so it's it's Blue Beetle. And then when he finally reaches Waller, immediately after Waller, he he, says, he talked about Aquaman. Okay, he did. He yeah, did. Okay, yeah. okay. He said he was like, and Aquaman ends this, and it bleeds into our next story. Is what he said. Okay, so yeah. so this is this is what people are very confused as of like the contradicting and whatnot. Because uh -huh. if Aquaman ends a story, mm -hmm. and it's a soft reboot, and then you see or hear him say, and this is the sweet project or whatever verb he used that he's like superman legacy starts off the new dcu yeah like people are very weirded out by the somewhat contradiction of like what actually starts what and like is it a start if it's just a soft reboot yeah and everything else like that okay so how do you feel about the verbiage and what would you say to people that are I I can see how the verbiage is confusing but the one thing I've learned man is everybody's different and every the way people perceive things is very different like I said I've learned so much in the last year with just being on Twitter and having conversations with I mentioned this in Discord before because apparently we do have like cuz I I can tell you right now I don't know much about autism right but I've talked to people that have autism and like the way their brain works and the way they perceive things is very different from how, like, say you and I perceive things. Right. And so everybody, like there are people that latch onto visual concepts and be like, no, this is extremely important. And there are people that latch onto words. So I could say, and this isn't just anything about autism. I'm just saying from my personal experience, like mm -hmm. something I think is extremely clear. Other people don't see it that way at all. So yeah. I could see people diving into the verbiage here and being like totally wrong because I, I have said this a million times on this podcast, just from my own personal perspective, I hate text conversations because you read them how you want, right? If you're in a bad yeah. mood, you're probably going to read that text in a bad way. And if you're in a happy mood, you might read it in a happy way. So I hate text things. So when he was talking about this, when he says Superman legacy kicks off the new DCU, it just means like, his projects, like the new movies of this projects, you know what I mean? Like the first movie is kind of how I viewed it. Like, you know what okay. I mean? Okay. And everything else, because Creature Commandos, I'm assuming you could just, it's probably not going to reference anything, right? It's just going to bleed into, maybe it'll reference Peacemaker, I don't know, because Gunn wrote it. Uh, and then if that, if somebody from that bleeds into Waller, you can still kind of say that Waller kind of, you know, 
is it mixed with everything else. But I think Superman Legacy will be the first like really new thing from the universe, right? Because everything else is made already. Blue Beetle's made, Aquaman's made. So this will be the first like brand new thing of the DCU. Mm -hmm. But I totally get how it could be super confusing because he says, well, the universe resets. I don't know. If, I don't know if this is true or not, but I did see a tweet of somebody saying, oh, they changed the ending of Flash again. Yes. And that so. was something that I was wanting to bring up as well. Um, it sounds like um, the ending of Flash has taken out Keaton mm -hmm. and Sasha. Ooh. Uh, so Supergirl as well. Yeah. Um, and I believe there was one other character and I can't remember who. Mm -hmm. um but this does like because when the slate was announced and everything was kind of settling down there was a report that said the window was open for these actors to reprise their role and it was gal gadot zachary levi ezra miller and i believe uh oh shoot who who else was it Oh, you're um, talking about the people that are keeping around? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Momoa, um, Ezra, yeah. Ezra, uh, Gal, and um, Zachary Levi. Yeah. 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 The door is open, as they say. Yes. The, the, the door is open. And so it's like, uh... and they made it clear to say Cavill and Affleck are not. Yes. Gunn yeah. even said, like, yeah. that was a quote from him. He said, All I know is that Cavill isn't our Superman and Affleck is not returning as Batman. Yeah. Yeah, but he will be returning as a director. So there's still a lot of people that think that he's not going to even do that. And I I think that Gunn might be able to sweet talk him into it. Yeah, I I, I don't think he's going to direct anything in this first chapter, first half of this chapter. Yes. Um, I, you know, I would be, you know what? If Spielberg's never going to do it, give him Blackhawks. I'd be curious to see how Affleck does in a war movie. You know? I could see it, you know, see, I feel like he'd be like, oh, yeah, I could finally do my 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 amazing war story. You know what I mean? Because he could be one of the <laughs> war people because, uh, dude, I'm, I'm, I don't know why I get on this. I get on this thing where I always always want to watch like clips from war movies like Saving Private Ryan. Hacksaw I mean, he Ridge, was he was like, in uh, Pearl Harbor. So was he? Wait. Yeah. Was that the one? Uh, I'm actually thinking about Battleship with Rihanna. I was like, that movie I'm, was terrible. Wait, was he? Wait, I'm, I might be wrong. I don't was... remember Pearl Harbor, so I can't tell you if that's real or not. Um, I do not remember Pearl Harbor at all. He was in Pearl Harbor with okay. uh, Josh Harnett. That's an actor I haven't seen in what happened to that guy? Freaking years. What was that one movie he was super into? Like everybody knew him from one movie. It was where he was like a super chick magnet. Um, I forgot uh, what it was. Josh Hartnett, what the fuck? Where's he been at? He came back on um like some medieval show, I think, recently. Not recently, but a couple years back. Like Pennywise Tales or Penny Tales or Penny Dreadful. Yeah, that's what he was in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was pretty popular. Um, anyways. So yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm curious so i i think affleck will come back to to direct something because i don't even know what he's doing right now besides j-lo so like <laughs> i'm i'm curious i think i think him and matt damon are doing something at amazon right now oh i'm surprised that we didn't uh, uh, did like batman and robin jokes pop out for them still recently 
Like, no, I'm surprised always... there hasn't been. <laughs> I saw them doing something, but it wasn't Batman and Robin. But that's uh, that would have been hilarious. Um, but yeah, they'll do something. I kids do brought it up in the Discord. I mentioned this a long time ago. He should do Thrill Killer. It would be the perfect thing for him. It's it would such be a good Elseworld Batman story. But, but go with it. with this with this thing with Superman Legacy, um, people are flipping out because, of course, Gunn didn't say that. It, uh, it, he said that it's not going to be an origin story. Um, it's going to stay true to the character of Superman. Mm-hmm. It's going to be all about legacy. Um, of course, is the big thing. Uh, trying to look at the exact quote for this particular, uh, he says here, the movie features the Man of Steel, uh, says here, it's not an origin story. It focuses on Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage with the human upbringing. Uh, he is the embodiment of truth, justice, and the American way. He is kindness in a world that thinks that kindness is old fashioned. The release date, July 11th, 2025. Yeah. So they've already penciled in a release date for this and gun adding fuel to the fire. He did say that he's just having fun with this, but he put on Twitter trunks or no trunks. And he did a Twitter yeah. poll. Uh, did, you have mean? you voted on it? Oh yeah. I put trunks. You did. <laughs> yeah. 100%. I was like, I'm not going to vote on it just because I think it's a stupid argument. Cause mm. I like both. Yeah. I, I, I like the classic look of superman because i i genuinely believe a majority if not all when people say close your eyes and think of superman Mm -hmm. they think of the trunks yeah yeah i think it's just that iconic big ass red ass is when you see it you're like and then even even dan jurgens made a comment on the thread of the poll and was like i am somebody for the trunks but people need to understand that it's not a physical thing that goes over the pants. It was actually something that was sewn into the costume. They've said that in continuity and in comics. So chip, I don't know why you had Batman wear underwear outside of his suit. Uh, I don't like talking about chip. There's (laughs) too much to talk about when it comes. But, uh, but I need to go back because I think now the, the Twitter poll should already be over by now. And so I Mm -hmm. need to go back to double check it um yeah um i i'm for the trunks i actually do because here's the thing i want to see how the trunks would look with a really good suit because i feel like the thing that superman always has trouble with is they always just give him what looks like a leotard with his like with the colors of blue and red right like so it looks like he's wearing like spandex type of um what i want to say uh ballerina suit you know it's like really tight material and it's never got like detail on it. And so I wonder like take kind of what the Snyder suit looked like, right? Maybe take away a little bit of the texture that would have had on it, but make it bluer and give him the red trunks. And I would like to see how it is. People have done like uh, photoshops of it and I'm like, eh, it looks okay. But like, those are just photoshops. It's different when you see it in live action. I think you, I think Superman looks better. We've never, besides Batman 66, we've never had a Batman with the trunks. And I'm curious on how that would look. So I just looked it up. Uh, Twitter poll ended with 59.3% winning, 40.7% losing. The winner is trunks. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think that was inevitable. Uh, but what I said is I want 
whatever aesthetic works for the rest of the DC universe. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of people still to this day that want, like, they say, just give him the Christopher Reeve suit. Whoever Mm -hmm. it is, just have that suit, put it on the actor. Yeah. And that suit just doesn't work in 2023 and onward. It needs to be the new material that, like, all of these super suits are made these days are made yeah. of it out of these days so i think brandon that, roth looked good in crisis he did yeah and that was yeah. i think i think it was mark hughes he's a uh writer for i can't remember uh which uh he's a journalist for whoever i, I can't remember who mm-hmm. but he made the comment about like it's not necessarily uh because he made a comment about how nowadays people will create these costumes and put like unnecessary like lines and designs mm-hmm. just to make it look fancy and stuff. Yeah. Very Marvel. I, I think the classic stuff works. Look at Aquaman. It looks fantastic. Yeah. And yeah. James Wan said he was like, there's nothing wrong with these original suits. He was like, so why don't we use them? Like, yeah, I love that quote. And, and I think another thing was like, oh, they try to make Superman look like he has armor nowadays, and it's not mm-hmm. necessarily something that you need to do. Uh, I would somewhat disagree because I do think that the new 52 suit grew on a lot of people, mm-hmm. and then it was adapted and changed. And some people still love the George Jimenez Superman, like yeah. from Rebirth, the no trunks, the red belt, uh, with the yellow buckle. Like, I think it all works. It just, I, I. I definitely need James Gunn to hire somebody secretly for both Batman and Superman. Have them do test screenings with each person like together. Yeah. Because that suit, both of those suits need to look great on their own as well as together with any character of the DC universe. Yeah. What they need to do is they need to make sure the trunks actually look good on the person because everybody's got bigger thighs, you know, bigger butts, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So you got to make sure it looks good. I'm looking at Brandon Roth's original Superman suit. I like it. The trunks are smaller and they're they're, they're like wider, which is nice. Yes. Uh, the yeah, only thing that good. I never really liked about the Brandon Roth Superman Return suit mm-hmm. was the maroon color yeah, that they that. chose for everything else yeah uh but if you like the, the crisis original, one looks great like, i love the kingdom come suit that yeah he, that he wears in crisis yeah. it's great it's perfect i love yeah, it, the looks, boots. it has texture like yeah it looks the great. boots like the the cuffed boots and stuff oh, mm-hmm. it looks so so good yeah that's actually really good i didn't see crisis i only saw all the photos um but he looks phenomenal and he has the hair too like yeah, yeah uh I, I wish he would have had a longer superman run um but you know unfortunately i think that movie was hella boring if i'm not mistaken um i didn't watch it <laughs> but i saw clips from it and i was like Ew. um but that was also when everybody thought you couldn't make a good superman movie right then man of steel yeah. came out and you're like oh he can actually fight like shit um yeah. so crazy stuff i the suits will be like the determining factor for a lot of people to i think win people over i think and and let us not forget, we were really worried. Well, not we, but a lot of people were really worried about James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. And then yeah. we got our first look at some of these freaking costumes in The Suicide Squad. And we we're like, holy crap. Like, this yeah. may actually be a good movie. Um, so Do you I think, think he does the trunks? Knowing James Gunn. 
knowing James Gunn, it's it's a toss up because here's yeah. here's the problem. He says, "Oh, Twitter is not going to decide this. Mm-hmm. Trunks won." Yeah. So if the trunks come on, you're going to get a slew of people. Oh, well, he chose the he he decided to go with Twitter anyway. Blah blah yeah, blah blah yeah, blah blah. Yeah. So but, it doesn't matter. Like it honestly yeah. doesn't matter. But in the end, I think, I think we get both. In all honesty, okay. I think that we get both. Yeah. I think that we get the trunks, whether it be like in the in this first chapter, mm-hmm. and then we see in future movies something without the trunks. Like yeah. I, I genuinely think that we will see both. I think the trunks just make it pop more, which I really like. And so I'm curious on the, he's gonna give us a different Batman suit, right? A, a Batman suit we've never seen before. And so I'm curious if we'll get the trunks with Batman. So I believe it was Doc Shaner and oh shoot, who else? was commenting on doc's comment um but artists were explaining Mm. what the importance of the trunks are in a artist perspective about how it offsets some things the v shape of how the, the body is and everything else they went deep into like why the trunks are important yeah um and not necessarily the trunks but the color differential from the blue to the red and so I do think you need something there. Yeah. Um, so even if, even if they make it not so obvious as trunks, I think it'll still look great. Here's the thing. If you add the trunks, especially for Batman, I want to see Batman with a fucking belt. And I'm talking about like a legit belt. I love the bulky yellow belt that has like pouches. That is one of my favorite Batman belts. And here's the thing. What is the biggest thing actors constantly complain about in those suits? I can't fucking piss. Like, you got yeah. to make something to piss, you know? If you do a belt, specifically for Batman, you can make it pants and a top. You know what I mean? Now, I yeah. think they try to avoid that because it's an action sequence. So they're like, oh, we need to be able to move around and stuff. You know what I mean? And we can't have your butt crack showing, you know? So yeah. maybe that's why it's all one piece. And that makes total sense for me. But, like, I think... If you add a big belt, the trunks won't look so bad on Batman. But if you're not adding a belt, then and you're adding one of those like skinny ass ones that they've had in all the other previous movies, then I think maybe trunks won't look as good. But I feel like Gunn is going to give us a classic Batman, and I hope he does. Because that's Grant Morrison has trunks, right? Who was the first one to give us non-Batman trunks? Was it New 52? When did we get uh... no trunks? It was New Fifty Two, yeah. Yeah, it so was that means Jim Lee uh, gave the design. Oh well, actually, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. It was New Fifty Two, yeah, yeah. So I'm curious on uh, how that's gonna go, but I would place a bet that we're getting Batman trunks because I don't know. I, I think Gunn's gonna want to do something different in this universe to make it look fresh, you know. Although there was nothing wrong with uh, Snyder's version of Batman, that one looked really awesome. But I think they kind of really want to get away from that. So I think they might do something different to get away from those two Supermen. Um, because we don't know what um, what's Wonder Woman going to look like if she comes back. What's, you know, Shazam, not Shazam, but Aquaman going to look like. 
Um, so be pretty, pretty interesting. Uh, moving on though, because since we kind of already jumped part past the Aquaman stuff, we, we heard all those comments about Momoa being like, I'm fucking Aquaman. Nobody's coming here and taking this shit, but he's also said he's excited for the future. Gunn has said people will not be playing multiple characters. Mm-hmm. Does this lead up to Aquaman three and Aquaman dying so he can be Lobo? I would have said no. Mm-hmm. I would have said no. But I think that with the uh, inclusion of a project that we will be talking about, uh, such as The Authority, mm-hmm. um, I think the inclusion of other characters are very important as well. That being said, um, DC has a new Aquaman in comics, you know, uh, has two Aquaman Mm -hmm. in comics right now. That being, of course, uh, 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 oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, I forgot his name. That's why I didn't, uh, uh, black man to son. He's black and he's gay. I think there's a possibility he can be introduced in the DCU. Mm -hmm. Him being Aquaman. So Jason Momoa could be Lobo. I could see that happening. My only problem is I hope he's at least referenced in Aquaman 2. Because I would hate the idea of him being introduced in Aquaman 3 and then taking the throne. And then becoming. Yes. So I hope, because here's what you could do. Is between Aquaman 2 and 3, because we know Aquaman takes like five years to just do the visual effects. You make a show in between. And you, here's the thing, you can film a lot of it on land because it's Black Manta's son. So you'd be like, I raised him on land, like he should have been. You know, you could have that kind of thing going on. And then, I actually don't know his origin, to be honest. How is he half Atlantean? I don't know. Uh, it is, his mother is human. You're talking about... Uh... Wait, but Black Manta's not Atlantean. He's human, isn't he? No, sorry. So, wait, hold on. His mom hold would on. have to be Atlantean. I'm trying to. I don't know anything remember. about the kid, so I can't tell you. He's awesome in uh, in uh, the animated series, though. Yeah. So uh, curious on maybe that's how they tell the story through the animated series. That's probably why that series didn't get renewed, by the way. True. You know, very very true. Because they want to do something else. You can bring all the. Well, maybe you can't bring all those actors back. We'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> But, Jackson yeah. Hyde is his name, not Calder. Uh, I'm thinking of uh, Young Justice. Yeah. Uh, but let me actually look at his his parents to see well, which so one is nineteen. It's it's the same guy though, isn't it? Like, is does he take on the name Calder, or is that just what they is that his Atlantean name? You it m- might have been like something that they did for Young Justice because I don't necessarily it says here. Uh, Jackson Hyde is the third Aquaman. Oh, um, in continuity, um, he is the son of Black Manta and uh, Zebellion. Uh, Zebellion being a character, uh, she was the Atlantean. Okay, yeah, she broke away from the civilization of Atlantean, uh, for from Atlanta. Sorry. 
Hmm. Yeah, I know nothing about. I know very little about Aquaman. Uh, I know Aquaman and Mira and some of the villains, and that's it. Um, but yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what they do there. If if they are going to go that route, I hope they introduce uh, Calder or whoever they whoever would take over the throne. Right? It doesn't need to be Black Manta's son. Um, but I, I don't know. Wasn't he his son in Calder? I don't know. I'm confused. I have to go back and watch the animated series now because I'm kind of hella confused about that now. But Whoever would need to be referenced or introduced in Aquaman 2, in my opinion. Which, when are we going to get another trailer for that? Like, you know? Aquaman 2, I would say it's a December movie. Yeah. Uh, I would say with Blue Beetle yeah. in August. Yeah. So that'd be interesting. We're getting Flash in a week and a half. So, yeah, with the um, Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be interesting. So, yeah, moving on from Superman, we're also getting Lanterns, which this is going to be a true detective style show with Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart. Um, this has been rumored forever. First, it was a buddy cop kind of thing mm-hmm. that they were. No, the, I think the specific quote was lethal weapon in space. Yes. Was what it was going to be, right? And uh, which is kind of, is how I mean, I guess how Jordan's the funny one, right? Because isn't that like a serious and funny guy in that? Yeah, movie? so like the in it's Mel Gibson and Donald Glover. Yeah. Um, of course, Donald Glover being also famous for I'm too old for this shit. Yeah, I'm getting too old for this shit. Um I could have definitely seen it because the thing was uh it was supposed to be a seasoned Hal Jordan with a mm-hmm. younger John Stewart. Yeah. And the rumor for the longest time, Tom Cruise is going to be Hal Jordan. Tom Cruise yeah. is going to be Hal yeah. Jordan. Tom I made Cruise a video on Jordan. that. Yeah. Um, and if that was the case, I could totally see Tom Cruise doing like a weird amalgam of both like the Mel Gibson type of character yeah. with the uh the the older donald glover type of attitude i could totally mm-hmm. see him doing it but here uh the the fact that they said true detective i think this is the best way to go because you're still in the same vein of wb hbo the people who've yeah. actually worked on true detectives um and for it to be in space like that's gonna be interesting yeah yeah that's probably why they didn't hire tom cruise because he would want to go to space and he's like we can't (laughs) dude we can't um i'm down for this show sounds awesome i hope they bring in alexandria daddario because she was great in true detective at least in one scene um i haven't seen the show um but anyway so lanterns seems like it's gonna be really cool he does he does say this plays into a really big role in leading into the main story we are telling across film and tv so it okay. does play a pivotal point in the timeline. Um, so that's going to be very, very interesting. Do you think with this now, we're going to get a lot of um, cameos from other shows? Like, so like, let's say uh, like the way uh, Peacemaker ended, right? We had a big cameo there, huge mm-hmm. cameo. Uh, do you think that's going to start ha- Like, do you think Superman just shows up in Lanterns? I... I think that's not the important thing for Gunn right now in the first mm-hmm. chapter. Um, cause you know, he because they asked him that, and that's why I said the big comment was, Oh, well, somebody from 
uh, Creature Commando shows up in Waller. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if it's important to the story, it happens. If it's okay. not, then it won't happen. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. I'm just curious because I heard, I don't know where I saw this, but somebody said that the DCU is more planned out than the MCU. And Gunn could say that because he's worked in it. So yeah. I'm curious, like, what that means. Like, because the MCU maybe has plans, but not everything's written. Where Gunn specifically said, we're not tied down by dates. We're getting scripts first before we have dates, which I love. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. Whereas we know they're like, oh, yeah, they greenlit all these things. Write them now. And it's just like, we got to try to make a date. And it's like, oh, shit. So I like the structure that is really seems like that's happening here. Because don't like if we want to be real as DC fans, we've gotten slates a million times before. Mm -hmm. So but I like that Superman has a date already for its release. Granted. Our last four movies that are coming out this year all got pushed back. They all had dates that were like two years ago. So we'll see what happens. But I'm I'm excited about Lanterns. The next one is James Gunn's passion project, as he says. But it is exactly what I fucking wanted. And it is the authority. This is, guys, uh, let me just read the description. And then I'm going to explain a little bit of things that may or may not piss off some Snyder bros and just dude bros overall. Um, of course, the authority is a movie based on a team of superheroes with rather extreme methods of protecting the planet uh, that first originated in the late 1990s under an influential imprint known as Wildstorm. Run by an artist known uh, now head of DC being Jim Lee. One of them, uh, one of the things of the DCU is that it's not just a story of heroes and villains, said Gunn. Not every film and TV show is going to be about good guy versus bad guy. Giant things from the sky come and good guys win. There are white hats, black hats, and gray hats, added Saffron. They are kind of like Jack Nicholson in A Few Good Men. They know what they want. Uh, they know what they want them. Wait, wait. They know that you want them on the wall, or at least they believe that. Mm. And here's the thing. Uh, people who want a dark and gritty DC universe, this is where you're getting that. Yeah. You're not going to have Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman be dark and gritty because mm-hmm. you now have the authority. Yeah. Think of it this way. You like the boys, you're going to like the authority. Yeah. And for all you dude bros who really did not like the last episode of The Last of Us, the authority is not for you. Yeah, because uh, we got gay Batman here in the authority and it's going to be so good. (laughs) And he's a badass. If you don't think Midnighter is a badass, if they're going to do what they do in the comics with him, if you don't think he's a badass, you just hate him because he's gay. Like that's going to be the flat out reason because he is a badass and he kills. So like gay Batman isn't the best thing, but apparently there was a joke in the comic books with that. So, but he kills in the comic books. There was a panel that I actually shared in the discord. And I was like, man, if this freaking happens, it's freaking amazing. There's literally a moment where Midnighter throws a bullet. Yeah. At an alien. And the alien's like, oh, you think this is the first time I've ever caught a bullet before? And freaking Midnighter is like, nope. And he headbutts the hand that the bullet was caught in. The yeah. bullet goes flying into the skull and comes out the back of the head. 
Like yeah. that is just freaking brutal. It's insane. Uh, it's it's gonna be freaking wild. Yeah. And I think that in the same vein of like how kind of out there the Suicide Squad was, like James Gunn is. I think James Gunn is directing the authority. Yeah, one hundred percent. I don't think you say you have a passion project and let somebody else take it over. You know what yeah. I mean? So do you think that he was writing Waller this whole time or was he writing Creature Commandos or has he done both? He's done both because I also put in the Discord a couple days ago, if not a week ago. Oh, the ago, Instagram cat photo? There was an Instagram post that Gunn did with a little, like his cat being like, oh, he's just mm-hmm. not, he's not letting me work today. If you zoom in and you look at the script in the background, you see the name Waller. He's working on it right now. Um, well, I mean, it could be Creature Commandos, though, because if, if they're going to be in Waller. so True, but I think Creature Commandos might be set in the past. Oh, interesting. Because yeah, so... the, the, one of the characters in Creature Commandos is uh, Rick Flagg Sr. Oh, yeah. okay. Interesting. Yeah, so that'll be very interesting to see um, what happens. So he's probably writing the first two things and then first three things? Superman? He's writing all first, the first three things, isn't he? Yeah. Um, so it'd be pretty crazy, uh, which is probably what he's been doing this whole time. Man, he really was like, quarantine for him, he was just productive. He was all <laughs> just like, I'm going to write a whole DC universe because fuck it. But uh, pretty crazy shit. Uh, I lost my, I had the slate up. What's the next thing after? So the next thing after the authority, and I'll actually bring, I have the, the visual that you put on discord. Um, yeah, I'm okay, actually going to put it on it. screen for, for us. Yeah. Uh, the next thing up is uh, paradise lost. Yeah. Uh, paradise lost here. The description says uh, James and Saffron, Describe the HBO Max series as Game of Thrones style drama set on the all female island that is Wonder Woman's birthplace, Themyscira, filled with the political intrigue and scheming between power players. It takes place before the events of the Wonder Woman films. So, this is again something set in the past that will not have, if it's set before the Wonder Woman films. Mm-hmm. There is no Gal Gadot needed. No. This is what sets the tone for, hey, Themyscira is and always will be a uh, a all-female island, I yeah. think. Uh, well, I mean, Hippolyta's got to hook up with Zeus at some point, so it's not all-female island. True. True. He is a god, though, so he's probably not, I mean, he just does whatever he wants. Um, I'm curious if that show will end with the birth of Wonder Woman. That's going to be interesting because just like in the MCU, mm-hmm. well, not, not saying just like the MCU, the MCU apparently has series that are just for one season. It's just, yeah. hey, this is going to be here just so that way it's in between these movies and it tells a little bit of the story. As of right now, there's not a whole lot that is getting like season twos. Mm-hmm. Is Paradise Lost going to be something that has a season two? Because the little caption right necessary. underneath 
Paradise oh. Lost, it says live action series. It doesn't yeah. say limited series. It says yeah. live action series. But to be fair, none of these say limited series, if I'm not mistaken. They all just Correct. say live action series. So that could just be the way they're describing it. Um, and then it'll, maybe it'll be limited. I think it's smart not to say that it's limited because you can always make more if it's really popular, you know? Um, but True. it would be nice. I, I like that it's actually in the past. I think that's really cool. Give some shine to the Amazons. And with the universe being reset, uh, 1984 probably doesn't exist. So, which I really enjoy because the one thing, like, I know a lot of people shit on that movie, right? I I found some things that I enjoyed about it. It's way not better than one. I think Wonder Woman is still the best DCEU movie uh, when it comes to being true to the character. I The one thing I hated about 84 was that they got rid of her sword. I hated that. Yeah. They were like, well, she doesn't need it because blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, like she's a badass. She's a warrior. Like Give her the sword and the shield. That was awesome. Um, and so I hope Gunn knows, oh, she should use her sword. You know, granted, has she even been using the sword in comics anymore? Like, not really. Yeah, you know, it's just a lasso and she beats the shit out of everybody. Right. Um, yeah. Or she beats them with love. And so, like, bring the sword back. Um, I really loved her fighting with the sword. She looks great when she's like, at least when she's fighting somebody like a doomsday or something. Right. Like, yeah. give her a sword. I think it's really cool. So we'll see. Moving on to the next thing. Probably the most talked about on Twitter. Maybe. Uh, uh, yes and no, because it, somebody did point out that the announcement, the official announcement, I mm -hmm. guess, of the Elseworlds stories of Bat, the Batman Part Two, yeah, uh, was the. What do you most, think of that title? Uh, very Godfather for one. Um, it's... both Gunn and Reeves have both liked and retweeted a fan art yeah. that basically showed. Pattinson in a very like Godfather movie cover chair, yeah. like it, very inspirational of the Godfather. Uh, and so I, I think that's what they're going for. I don't know why. And I don't think this is the actual thing. But when I heard that it was going to be called the Batman part two, I felt like Reeves and others were really pretentious in that when it's like because you know they don't call them part two anymore you know it's like, like you you can't it's too cheesy to go with the subtitle yeah and you don't want to change the name of the batman so yeah. it's like oh batman part two i just think because i know this is from a movie or a show it's it's probably oh you know what it's fucking facebook it's like drop the the it's that i think it's that <laughs> pretentious it's like it's the batman part two and everybody's like, oh, shit! You know? Like, I got that vibe. I was like, I hate it. But at the same time, I'm like, it works. Like, because we don't use part twos anymore. Like, nobody mm -hmm. does that. So I think it works. But I felt like I could see Matt Reeves being like, we're going to call it part two. And just everybody be like, oh, shit, it's genius. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, Ethan probably getting it tattooed on himself right now. Batman part two. But um, there, there was a... Uh, a a Twitter account that made it known uh, last night slash this morning. And I'll actually uh, share that information. It says here uh, almost 10 million views, 200 200,000 likes and 32,000 retweets in one day for an official title and release date. That is still three years out from now. 
this received the most interaction than any of the other posts dropped on this particular channel that being discussing film on twitter mm -hmm. um so yeah as of right now the batman part two had the most interaction but wasn't necessarily the most talked about yeah it has a built-in audience already though yeah you know what i mean so of course it sh it should get more if it didn't i'd be shocked yeah. um but it has a built-in audience i mean the movie made what over 800 million yeah if i'm not mistaken but so. the but the next thing we're going to be talking about is the brave and the bold and i do believe this title is going to change i think it will be batman brave and the bold uh, yeah, in the future uh this is says this is the introduction of the dcu batman uh said gun bruce wayne uh of bruce wayne so this is gonna be batman and it's gonna be bruce wayne mm -hmm. also introduces our favorite robin damian wayne who is a little son of a bitch the movie will take uh, inspiration from the now classic run written by Grant Morrison that introduced Batman to a son he never knew existed, a murder murderous tween raised by assassin. It's a very strange father and son story. Yeah. So how do you feel about uh, the comments of our favorite Damien, or our favorite Robin being Damien, um, but also the title, the introduction to a new Bruce Wayne Batman. Like, how, how does this feel? And when do you think this movie drops? Um, I would say this movie drops a year after Superman. Because um, you want to give Superman the... Because Batman and Superman are dropping the same year. You're not going to have two Batmans drop the same year. So um, I don't think that's going to happen. We haven't got a release date for Joker 2, right? Uh, 2024. Okay, so then... yeah, I think it's won't. planning on 2024. I think that would be the best thing for you is to have three Batman titles. I mean, because Joker's a Batman character. We all know that. So you have three Batman-related films in three years. Like, I think that's pretty huge. So yeah. I think that's probably what DC wants because, you know, you don't want to have two in a year because then they're like, oh, it's all Batman. They only show Batman. It's like going to a comic shop, you know? It's all Batman. So I think they'll spread it out every year. So I think it comes out a year after I, we talked about this on the podcast doing a robin is very dangerous because you only get him for about a movie or two until he's a fucking adult unless they are getting a kid like an actual 10 year old then mm -hmm. maybe you get three films out of him but the only i the if i'm not mistaken this this quote from hollywood reporter is different from in the video i'm pretty sure gun says my favorite robin in the video this is okay. our favorite Robin. So I don't know. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he says my favorite Robin. So um, I think our favorite Robin, even if it is here, is PR, you know, because they want you to have they want you to think Damien is their favorite is your favorite. Um, WWE does that shit all the time. They use buzzwords to be like, oh, yeah, he is your favorite. You know, you like this guy. So, I mean, obviously, he's not my favorite Robin. I like, you know, Dick Grayson. I think he's awesome. But yeah. We also heard from Gunn that the Brave and the Bold is going to introduce the Bat family. So we will probably get Nightwing, Tim Drake. Do you want Red Hood to be alive or not? I don't know. I want a do-over from that stupid fucking TV show known as Titans. Yeah. Um, I, I want it to be different. But I do think, mm -hmm. like, because here's, here's, here's a thought. And again, we will talk more about video game stuff later because it is a subject uh, that we will be talking about due to some quotes from different people. Yeah. Um, it doesn't need 
to like Jason Todd Red Hood can mm-hmm. be a thing. Yeah. And they could literally make a game surrounding Jason Todd and the story mm-hmm. of Under the Red Hood. Yeah. Because one thing about the video games that I think is very important that people understand is just like that of Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor are set in the past of the current continuity. Yeah. So, in the same vein here, Gunn did not announce any video games in this part of the release. I think it's smart because you need to find developers, you need to find studios you need like there's a whole mess of things that you need to do with gaming especially now with the new gen consoles yeah there's being delays all over the place and you need to be smart about it these games can be set far enough in the timeline to where you can have certain parts of the story happen and they're not going to affect your current timeline of movies and tv shows that are happening right now yeah you know yeah so i would say red hood jason todd is a thing already yeah yeah so we'll probably have all the bat family um is leslie grace batgirl what do you think <sighs> i don't know you know i don't know i'm curious i, I do want to point out for all the batgirl lovers out there james gunn and peter saffron said that that movie was not salvageable yeah, so uh, Saffron's direct quote was like, uh, it was unreleasable and yeah. it would have hurt DC. Yeah, so you were a huge hater of David Zaslov. What do you think about Gunn and Saffron saying this, though? It hurts, man. It yeah. hurts. Um, you know, I I already knew that this the movie was not going to be something that would be released. But does this affect the ability of Leslie coming back as Batgirl. Uh, does it hurt her career overall? Like, I mean, to, the only thing she did prior to this was that musical that didn't do too well. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, you this think could have elevated her? Is that probably, what you're like, just for the fact that she is related to a Bat character. Yeah. As far as her career goes. Like, yeah. I think that would have helped her a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and for them to kind of not say the same things that we were hearing because yeah. we heard that like, oh, this is like CW level stuff. Like, like that yeah. stuff, that was like harsh stuff that was being said when the movie was canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, man. Uh, I, I am going to be very interested to see, uh, dude, I think that's what I'm most excited about when it comes to this slate and the new DCU there's going to be a time where we're going to have like in the string of the same year, the entire bat family being casted. And we're going to be talking about it for like an entire month, if not more. You know, what's going to be great is since the flash is resetting the universe, it means that shitty Cassandra Kane character from birds of prey is gone. Yeah. So we can actually get the real Cassandra Kane in here. Hopefully a better, I don't mind keeping black canary and uh, huntress. I think those actresses were just fine. Um, get them better suits. I think I'd be down with that. Yeah. Um, but I'm curious on who Gunn is going to keep around because all of them could be recast. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, I'm curious if any of those other shows that were in production are going to still be in production. You know, 
because Black Canary was supposed to introduce uh, Green Arrow. So yeah. I wonder what they'll be doing there. But Batman Brave and the Bold, I think, is going to be pretty awesome. I mean, we're getting Batman and Robin, finally, a young Robin. I actually yeah. started, since this announcement, I started reading the Grant Morrison run. I've read bits and pieces of it. I've never like sat down and read it from the first page to the last page. Um, I am curious on if they will retcon how Damien was born. Yeah, that's always been my my thing when it comes to this character coming into live action. Yeah, um, some people. Is... I I saw people on Twitter talking about how like it wasn't originally. Apparently, there's another telling of it where they I I don't know if they show or they say that like Batman is essentially raped, and they were like the original introduction of Damian Wayne doesn't have that. Literally read it last night. And she was like, do you remember our night under the stars? And he was like, I remember being extremely drugged. Uh, that's rape, people. I'm just going to throw that out there. If somebody can't consent, that is rape. Talia raped Batman. Like, that's just what happened. Yes. And so um, I don't know what those people on Twitter were talking about. But I made, I even in that conversation, I had talked about, I was like, as Tom King has said, the you know the audience or the readers make continuity right that story of how damien was born is what everybody remembers it doesn't remember it doesn't matter if you've retconned it it's the one people remember mm -hmm. and that's what sticks around so that's what everybody thinks i don't think they'll do that in the movies or they'll just be like he's your son like that's what they'll do they won't even touch about the real the way it happened so yeah, um, or they just retcon it and be like, yeah, we had we had a night under the stars, and Batman just doesn't say he was drugged. Yeah, the, it it was it was a one night stand while he was being trained by Ra's al Ghul. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think that's what they'll do. But I will say, man, Damien is a little shit in that book, and I'm just like, I I have as far as that run, I have only read the introduction okay. of Damien Wayne. Yeah. Uh, so that. I think it's one of the most awesome freaking uh, uh, Adam Kubert mm -hmm. panels or, or splash pages when you just see that very dark room and Damien just like comes into the light and says, hello, father. Like, yeah. I just think it's one of the coolest drawn pieces of art. Uh, I hope that they kind of I hope that they're able to mimic that on well, screen. I'm, I'm curious what you read or if that's just a random panel because i like i said i read it last night and the way it's introduced is batman is fighting a bunch of man bat ninjas yeah and they catch him and what happens is they're in a cave and um he they he has a sword to his throat is that the one and he's all like hello father like that yeah. one oh, okay yeah yeah because he doesn't come out of a dark room though so I'm curious. Well, that's what I mean. It was like it was a I remember that it was a dark setting. Oh, OK. And so yeah, yeah. that cave could have definitely been that dark. Yeah. Setting. OK, cool. Um, But yeah, so I'll be very interested because his introduction also has him pretty much killing Tim. So I feel bad for you, Tim Drake fans out there. And he also locks he he, he Tomb Raiders Alfred. He locks him in a closet or a freezer or some shit like that. So yeah. he's uh, he's definitely a little shit, but he kills, too. So I'm curious if they'll do that storyline um, of him killing and Batman actually having to change. 
But it's weird because he's also like really trying to win Batman over because he constantly says, I'll be real father. I will be the true heir or whatever. So, And and that's the thing with his character. It was always about kind of like the side mission that Ra's al Ghul and Talia made him be. It's like, hey, you can be a part of the League of Assassins and be the bat. Like this big ominous being of Gotham. Like you could be the real batman and that's what Mm -hmm. he always talks about he's like oh i'm gonna be the real heir to the batman and i think it's gonna be really fun in the future of the dcu when you start to really understand the relationship between dick and batman and tim and batman Mm -hmm. and like damien is gonna be there reminding them like y'all could think all y'all want that y'all can be batman but i'm always gonna be batman yeah like i think that's gonna be a very fun dynamic in the in the universe yeah um we'll see what happens i has there ever been a book where batman beat the shit out of damien i think there needs to be a book of that everyone uh he's done it with the others i think there has i think yeah anybody who's read that if you have read that let me know what it is because i I know they recently they recently fought in and not the whole batman versus robin thing i that Mm -hmm. was dumb but again the one thing, unfortunately, that people always revert back to is Damien's an asshole. Damien's an yeah. asshole. Yeah. And in Rebirth, he was really progressing. He was actually getting real character development. He was getting people to actually like him. But for some reason, I don't know if it was an editorial choice or whatever, he decided, hey, I, I need to be a dick again. Yeah. Uh, and so Batman stopped him. It was a back when uh, Damien was actually... Uh, capturing all of their villains and holding them in in cells yeah damn, that was a long time ago yeah yeah but i think batman and robin actually fought and mm. i think batman kind of kicked his ass until robin or damien was fine like i don't want to lose to you so he just like rips off the robin mm. uh r off of his suit and throws it down yeah that's how the fight ended but i'm pretty sure batman kind of kicked his ass yeah i i just don't know if anybody's gotten their ass beat more than red hood like he got his yeah. ass beat, um, <laughs> but that comic was awesome. So like I love it. Uh, he does scare Damien in this book though, because Damien's being a little shit in his room, and he's like, "I want a computer, and I want my sword." And like he goes all like Dark Knight on him, and he's like, "Yes, father, okay." And uh, so I thought that was kind of cool. So it'll be interesting to see what they do here. But I do think the Brave and the Bold is going to be uh, the reason to build the Bat family. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Moving on to Booster Gold. Yeah. Comedy series, obviously, right? 100%. Um, and there is even uh, here uh, Jeff Snyder. Uh, he says, James Gunn is already talking to an actor for Booster Gold. He also has a director on board for a top secret DC movie that wasn't announced today. Uh, that... Ne- that director is notorious for taking his time. Any guesses? Question mark. Um, but this whole thing with Booster Gold, there's already people that are like, "Oh, this is Chris Pratt. This is Chris Pratt. This is, oh, this is definitely Chris no. Pratt." So uh, I had a friend of mine uh, when this was announced immediately yell out, "Anthony Starr, freaking from the Boys, uh, oh, Homelander." Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be very wacky. It says here. Uh, an HBO Max series, of course, it's not going to be HBO Max. It's going to be a completely different thing, uh, yeah. based on a unique, lesser-known hero created in the nineteen eight uh, in nineteen eighty six. Saffron said 
uh, of the series is about a loser from the future who uses basic future technology to become uh, to come back to the day uh, today and pr uh, pretend to be a superhero. Uh, basically, imposter syndrome as a superhero. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what he is. Yes. So uh, this is I feel like, again, this is going to be in the same vein of like. You you if you liked Peacemaker, you're yeah. gonna like Booster Gold. Yeah, I think that's I definitely would give the same vibe. Um, it'll be very interesting to see who he interacts with. It has to end with him interacting with Blue Beetle, like you know, not necessarily because I think one of the big things about Booster Gold is his inspiration to become mm -hmm. a superhero is gonna be is Superman, like always mm, in like when true. he like when he becomes the superhero and like steals all the everything. Yeah, he wants to be like Superman. He wants to be like, hey, I want I want people to read about me. I want people to like I want to have like this big future and mm -hmm. people talk about me like they do about Superman for years and years and years. And like one of his inspirations is to like go meet Superman. Yeah. Uh, and so he goes into the past and meets Superman. Uh, I do think, of course, blue and gold, beetle and gold yeah. are are two things that definitely need to happen in this universe. So I, I will agree with you on that. But I do think Superman might be involved in some capacity. Well, don't forget, we're getting Ted Cord, aren't we? And blue beetle. I believe we are. So you can have a Booster Gold and Ted Cord or Blue, like his version of Blue Beetle at some point too. Um, but then you'd have two Blue Beetles and I don't know if you want to do that. So it'll be interesting to see what happens because have there ever been a book where Booster Gold hangs out with Jaime Reyes? Yes. Blue Beetle? So uh, let's go ahead and say spoilers for a uh, book known as uh, Infinite Crisis mm -hmm. uh, and the road to Infinite Crisis and all of that. Uh, there is a very important part of that story where Ted Cord is uh, standing up to Maxwell Lord. And Ted is basically like, there's only one way to end this. And I'm pretty sure this is how it goes. Like, I'm going to stop you no matter what. And uh, Maxwell Lord is like, no, you're not. And then he proceeds to shoot Ted Cord in the head. Mm -hmm. um, brains everywhere. Um, and then Ted Cord is dead. That's when we get the very famous Wonder Woman snapping Maxwell Lord's neck. Uh, yeah, I haven't read that that story. I read Final Crisis, but that doesn't happen and in the, the Yeah, book. no, not that book, no. Yeah. Uh, and then we proceed with Jaime Reyes' Blue Beetle. Mm-hmm. The, we see the whole thing with Peacemaker being kind of like the weird mentor, not mentor thing with Jaime. But there is several stories with Booster and Jaime. And Booster is like, hey, Ted was a really good friend of mine. Like, if he, uh, if you have the scarab, if you're the new Blue Beetle, then blue and gold is always going to be a thing. Yeah. And he hangs out with them sometimes. Nice. Nice. Cool. Moving on from that is something that's getting talked about a lot from haters and lovers, which is Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. Um, Tom King, straight out. There's no, there is, I mean, he literally says it in the video, right? He's like, this book is from Tom King. He has, you know, Supergirl, he just gushes about it in yeah, the video. 
it says right here taking its cues from the recent tom king written miniseries this movie promises a different take than uh what most think of when superman's cousin comes to mind we will see the difference between superman who was sent to earth and raised by loving parents from the time he was an infant versus supergirl raised on a rock uh a chip of Krypton and who watched everyone around her die to be killed in a terrible way for the first 14 years of her life. And then come to earth. She is much more hardcore and not the Supergirl we're used to. Yeah. And <laughs> Amazon has sold out of woman of tomorrow. People yep. are scrambling to read this book guys. I promise you, you just subscribe to DC universe for like, three days you can finish that entire series yeah um love issues it is I'm it is really pissed no i'm just really pissed because i have the whole series and the comic shop that i go to gave me the b cover for like the final issue and i'm like you motherfuckers i have the a cover for all first 11 and you give me the b cover for the final and they don't have it anymore and i'm just like you fucking damn ass. i was pissed and now it's probably going to be way more. I'm just like, oh, my God. Oh, no. Series. The first issue will be may- way more than the 12th issue. Yeah, true, true. But yeah. And I'm it's already pissed. skyrocketed. If you look at eBay. Oh, has it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I should capitalize on that. <laughs> but I, I will say uh, one thing that uh, when you said Amazon has sold out of this book, um, I immediately said, man, there's going to be a lot of depressed readers out there. Yeah. And let's be completely honest. What Tom King finds fun mm-hmm. a majority of people will find depressing i agree i agree he, um, he he writes very real very depressing very sad but like stone cold in your face hey this is a reality type of stories yeah it's relatable is what and i would say it's gonna be interesting because i think basically and and i know a lot of people are not going to be happy to hear me say this you remember how people thought of Superman and Man of Steel? Mm-hmm. This is this is Supergirl, uh, Girl of Steel. That's what this is. Yeah, I mean that it's, book. She does some crazy shit. So it's it's going to be a Supergirl that people don't want, and they're going to be begging and begging and begging for her to be lighthearted and things like that. But people need to understand there's a process, there's character development, and just let the story play out. Yeah, yeah. I'll be interested to see that. Um... I do you think Gunn is gonna really give credit to these people going forward? Like, is Tom King's name gonna be on that movie? I think it will be, you know. Um, and are all the creators gonna be in the credits of everything now going forward? And and that's what I mean. I think, like, not only are you gonna have these special thanks at the bottom, mm -hmm. I think if they are involved in like any kind of consulting role or in things like that, I think Gunn is gonna top build them. Uh, 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 J.D. Mateas said that like he has had a really good relationship with WB and DC in regards mm-hmm. to the, the properties that they've used that he has created. Uh, and we know uh, via uh, the guy who created uh, freaking uh, Thanos that yeah. he got more money from KG Beast than he did with Thanos at yeah. uh, Marvel Studios. So I think they will give these people credit for sure. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where they go. Um, and the final one is Swamp Thing. 
which is just from this little snippet that Clay had there, a horror film. What was it? A horror film that promises to close out the first part of the first chapter, which is interesting because the first chapter hasn't been fully announced. It hasn't been fully announced. Yeah. But we have already been hearing that. uh, Let me actually see here. Where is it? Where is it? I have too many things open. Jesus. Uh, You got to share it. Uh, I guess I closed out of it, but uh, we already have uh, somebody on board for this movie for Swamp really? Thing. Yes. Oh yeah, Mangold or whatever. James Mangold. Yeah, he is of course uh, doing Indie Five right now, and from what I have heard, um, he is uh, a little busy for a little while mm-hmm. um, because I think he has one or two movies uh, after. Uh, Indy 5 uh, but we believe from what we have been hearing that uh, he is already like for sure in talks to do Swamp Thing Yeah, uh, I think this is great it means that they get to take time writing the script uh, really planning things out and like you said Gunn has stated this is only a part of chapter 1 yeah but Swamp Thing, as out there as it may be, con- like considering everything else that has been announced, it will still tie into the overall story, and yeah. it will move them into Chapter 2. Yeah. The one thing I want to point out is Dawn of DC, which is happening in the comic books There right we now. go, right here. So yeah. Manigold is in early talks to develop Swamp Thing movie for DC, but don't expect it anytime soon, as his... Uh, Bob Dylan pick with uh, uh, Charlemagne or Shyamalan. Yeah, Yeah, uh, Charlemagne is still next up uh, for the director post Indy 5. So there is still a ways to go for Swamp Thing for sure. Yeah, I mean, if it's closing out chapter, I mean, it doesn't need to happen anytime soon. Probably won't get that movie till like 27, 28, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, So that'll be crazy. But anyways, uh, Dawn of DC has a lot of similar titles. Um, the comics have similar titles to what's happening in these movies. So I think because we're getting the Tom King Brave and the Bold series. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are getting some new Lantern stuff, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, we are also getting, isn't there like a new Superman series? Um, uh, there, There's a... F- of a few superman yeah. series this is like the year of superman yeah yeah um so and then i know like i don't know if you saw this but somebody already spoiled that whole slate i don't know if you saw that they for some reason dc it needs to realize that you shouldn't put a whole slate and then just cover it in black because you can manipulate that in photoshop this this is spoilers for anybody that cares to see what this is at the end of that slate it says the return of the justice league so the Justice League is coming back at the end of that slate. So at the end of the year, I'm assuming. Yeah. But they like turned up the brightness and it showed the Justice League logo and said return to Justice League or whatever. Really? So all of those things are building. So I wonder if this is kind of the same thing. Because in the next, after the first like few issues that are coming out, which are Cyborg and stuff like that, there's like a Wonder Woman and some other things like that. So I think we're going to get small series to build everything up to the Justice League. I'm curious if that is exactly what Gunn is also doing here. And if uh, that's I'm, why they're. I, I see it now. Yeah. Uh, they actually, yeah. they turned up the brightness and it says uh, Justice League, the return of Justice League, uh, Knights of Terror. And it looks like we're getting 
uh, Hawkman after Wonder Woman. Very interesting. Yeah, and if you notice the whole photo, it looks like Brainiac's tentacles around the whole thing uh, okay okay so um i noticed that uh the other day which is pretty crazy so yeah and i guess the one thing we need to talk about if you could bring up the slate one more time um yeah talk about the elseworld stuff that he clearly mentioned he said stuff like joker matt reeves the batman uh teen titans go and even he didn't i don't think he mentioned superman and lois in the video um but not in the video but in the press conference he did yes. say that uh and i actually have uh it right here uh when asked about the future of superman and lois james gunn responded it's a show everybody likes so it's going to keep going for a bit yeah. and so we could probably expect there to be uh, a season four and five yeah i heard two more seasons max probably which would lead up to the release of the superman movie so mm-hmm. meaning we won't have two supermen at the same time He'll be able to finish his run, which I think is really cool because now you know you get, you're getting two more seasons so you can end the story. So I think that's yeah. kind of cool. Uh, I don't watch that show. And didn't one of the kids leave? Did they replace him? Um, yes, they have replaced him. Um, I will story be Story-wise or they just recasted him? Recasted him. Okay. Um, it They now look like they could be twins uh, huh. okay. <laughs> is basically what they what they did, um, which they're supposed to be. Mm. Um I will be watching the show. I have been watching the show. It's been good so far. Uh, the ending of the last season was very wonky and weird, but mm. it doesn't take me away from how good the writing has been with everything else. Yeah. So nice, nice. Um, so that is the DC slate, ladies and gentlemen. The one thing I want to say, Clay, are you shocked that Ezra Miller could be coming back? I am. I yeah. am. Uh, but I am and I am not because uh, the really big thing that people uh, were taking out of all of the articles and the announcements and stuff, James Gunn said The Flash is quite possibly the best superhero movie ever made. Yeah, that's wild to say. Um, to to. You know, to be fair, the director is amazing. What he yes. did with it, a, a franchise that people are very loved and to remaster it for like a new generation, which Clay didn't enjoy it. But like, <laughs> uh, it was, it's a fantastic film. Second one is a little long, but he said he wanted to make a series at some point. So that's probably mm-hmm. why it was so long. But I thought it was fantastic. And if he's doing, you know, this, you know, even though it seems wacky with some ugly toys that we've seen, um i'm i'm excited for it man now granted this could be gun just you know like oh yeah this is exciting but he did give notes on this film yes so i'm curious on what his notes might be what has changed since then but i'm so glad that he came out and said that these four movies matter because now we have a reason to go watch them and people can shut the fuck up about saying like it doesn't matter and i also want to say one other thing People are really, we're really trying to get Gunn to cancel Zachary Levi over mm-hmm. his comments. Yeah. I will say 100% what Zachary Levi did was stupid. I agree. Putting fuel to the fire and everything else. James Gunn said he's going to, there's going to be a lot of people that he's going to work with throughout the years that yeah. are going to say stupid things and they're not going to agree with a lot of things that he agrees with. 
And I also want to tell you, James Gunn got this job because he was canceled. Yeah. Do you really think he's going to go out and be like, oh, I'm going to cancel everybody else now? Yeah. No. Like, he's going to be the last person to ever consider being like, "Uh, maybe I'll just cancel everybody now. Like, yeah, no. I will say that I think Gunn has the ability to be like, "Uh, Shazam might be a while. Yeah. But he's not just going to say, hey, Zach, you don't have a job anymore. Yeah, he could be like, hey, uh, you need to get your nose clean for the next two years. Kind of like you're getting the Ezra Miller treatment. Stay out of the p- bad PR. I He uh, he must have been drunk or something. That The thing that you tweeted out of uh, that girl saying he went on a racial tirade, uh, or I don't know if it was a girl or not. Um, I don't remember. But like they said that uh, they deleted that tweet, by the way. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh, really? Yeah, if you go to your Twitter and go to the thing that you posted, that tweet's gone. Because I was debating about making a little short about Zachary Levi talking about how like he just went from beloved person to like, you know, hated on Twitter. They deleted that tweet. And I was just like, why would you delete that? Like, I don't understand unless somebody came and they're like, hey, we're threatening you or something. I don't really know. But that tweet got deleted. And yeah, I, I don't know what the fuck he was thinking. Like, and then he tried he tried to reference a study or some article that happened in 2009. You can't reference shit that's fucking 14 years old. Like, come on, man. And think that, oh, this is what, like, come on. Like, dude, you know how hot button issue that is. Like, a lot of people came and came out and said a lot of things about Zachary Levi and whatnot. But, hey, look, how you are in your private life, I don't give a fuck. But once you start saying things publicly, you have the right to face criticism. And yeah. that's just kind of how it is. And like, he was good up until now. I don't know what the, like, I had no idea about all the bad shit people thought of Zachary Levi. Um, and then he just made this fucking random ass comment. I'm like, bro, come on. The movie's just about to come out. Like, shut the fuck up, please. <laughs> uh, so, well, I mean, we're still going to be watching the movie. Um, even if he came out and said some heinous shit, I think I'd still watch it because there's so many other people that deserve spotlight in that movie. You know? Yeah. Same thing with Ezra Miller. I don't agree with any fucking thing Ezra Miller did, but there's a lot of great people in that movie that I want to go support, especially yeah. Sasha Kaye, because this might be her only fucking superhero role. Yep. So, um, yeah, so I agree. I'm glad that, you know, Gunn is being pretty rational here. But, hey, feel free to drag Zachary Levi or anybody that says stupid shit. That's what they do. You know, they deserve yeah. it. They're on the Internet. They're getting paid. They'll be fine. Um. So, yeah, anyways. So, DC Slate, I will say, final words extremely fucking excited about it glad i'm because man when when clay sent me the fake slate and the idea that they were thinking about going with like maybe dick grayson as batman i was like the fucking batman is fucking me over again i was so (laughs) pissed i was like this is only because of the batman and uh luckily gun knows that like no we're gonna have a bruce wayne and we're just gonna make an elseworlds We've been talking about how they needed to make an Elseworlds slate for the longest time. Just say these things are not a part of the universe and say they're Elseworlds. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm waiting for everybody to be like, Zack Snyder's stuff can be an Elseworlds. Why isn't it being made? Has that been said? I haven't seen it. I'm sure it has been. Yeah. That so I, I would not be surprised whatsoever. Yeah, I'm sure people are bitching that Aquaman's still there, Ezra Miller's still there, all that jazz. Like, oh, why can't you keep Cavill and all that? 
because you're just not going to, man. Um, but very curious um, where this is going to go. I hope this is the final time we'll see the release of a slate and it actually be made because um, we've been burned many a times. I know, but, for real. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited. That's all I can say for the future. But let's dive in to some comments because uh, well, we don't before before I do oh, before yes. I do. There's a comment here uh, made by uh, Jeff Snyder uh, that says there was a project they didn't announce because the name would have given too much away. Mm. So again, just like Gunn said. There's more to this slate. There's more to chapter one. And this chapter one, by the way, we didn't mention it. The chapter one is called Of Gods and Monsters. If you remember that uh, movie, the animated movie, yeah. it is like the Elseworlds story of like uh, Bruce Wayne being a vampire. It actually wasn't Bruce Wayne. It was uh, 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 Langstrom yeah. uh, is the Batman. Uh, Zod is like the the Superman character of the, of that uh, Trinity and everything else. Uh, so there's that. But what do you think this too giving too much away could be? It's not a crisis way too early for that. Um, I don't know. Cause I'm assuming this is going to be what they build to, right? Whatever they're giving away. Probably. Um, I, I have no idea, to be honest. There's so many stories it could be. like, But it's going to be early on in the DCU? I have no clue. I, have I no think clue. simple enough, I think it's a Justice League movie. Oh, you think it's just that? Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it's just another team up. I think that... Uh, I think WB wants a retry at a for sure not messed up not mangled with not any delays in production type of mm -hmm. justice league movie that is made correctly yeah uh, so i i think it's just a justice league movie do you think this is it for the year and we get the second half next year i don't know like do you it might be it yeah. might be because i could easily see gun just saying hey we're gonna give you the cast of creature commandos at hall h this year mm -hmm. and yeah. maybe just a little bit more on uh blue beetle because that'll be the next movie up and coming at uh after flash and before and before blue beetle comic-con is right there so yeah i wonder if they'll go to comic-con because they're currently in cost-cutting mode, and Comic-Con's not cheap to book all that stuff. True. Uh, I honestly think you could just have Gunn do these kind of videos, and you'd be fine. People will talk about them. People will share them. They'll spread like wildfire across TikTok and everything. Yeah. So, Because um, they're very shareable, you know? Uh, so I would do that. Also, I just want to point out this, because I'm, I'm trying to keep my Twitter to being about stuff. But I, this, I, I have it out for scoopers. That say shit, okay? Mr. Time to Shine H, okay, said that nobody from D the original DCEU was going to be returning. He said only Peacemaker and James Gunn's wife. The only people that are going to be returning. Uh, wrong! So just want to throw that out there because James Gunn has said that himself. Take these take this shit with a grain of salt when you, when you hear these scoopers because a lot of them right now don't have connections anymore. 
and they're just shooting shit out there. Dude, I saw one person start up a whole new Twitter that is called like Home of DCU or some shit like that. Their first scoop, booster they, gold. Yeah. Like, yeah. The fake no, one, though. No, well, the thing was, uh, Home of DCU, mm-hmm. they got called out yeah. by gun very early on, and they can't, they deleted their account. Really? Yeah, they got so embarrassed by Gun calling them out personally uh-huh. that they're like, "Oh, we can't do this anymore." Wow. Okay, and I then, saw it when then, they had like three followers, and then now they have come back and oh, they're okay. slowly gaining their followers back. Oh, okay, so this is different, but they tweeted uh, something about the booster gold thing, and I think they said it was a movie or some shit. Like they they took the Mister Time to Shine said that was a joke. I should say he was also leaking stuff before. It was supposed to come out. He leaked yeah. like two or three things. So he has he knows somebody that knows shit, right? But I will say his scoops prior to this were wrong. So yes. FYI, uh, just take these people with a grain of salt. I also think um, Daniel RPK said something that I thought I didn't agree with, which I forgot what he tweeted. It he was tweet- the, the Batista thing. Was it the Batista thing? What did Batista say? Because you you called out that uh, that RPK wasn't reading articles. Because yes, they, they yes. merged two quotes. Yeah, fuck that. So here's the thing: he took his source from a Spanish fucking article, and he used Google Translate on Twit on Twitter that merged that shit together. Or it was what was said. When you read the actual article, it was nothing like that. And it was totally taken out of context. So fuck scoopers, go to the actual source, ladies and gentlemen, because that's how shit spreads. Just find the article, read the actual thing. Um, yeah, that that was just annoying me. I, I really wish somebody would come out and be like, this person, up, oh, notch down, notch down, see who you can actually trust. That's why I still just stick to Variety and like Hollywood Reporter. Deadline every once in a while. They're kind of hit or miss sometimes. But anyways, that's just my um, random rant about scoopers. Um, but yeah, anyways, let's move on to questions. Cause I know we have a well, few. Well, do you want to talk about the whole video game stuff? No shit. I forgot about that. Yes. Okay. So not everybody's happy about the DCU slate. Um, specifically people in the video game industry, because they do not like that. James Gunn wants to use the same actors for TV, movie, video games, etc. They think that it's just bad because, you know, voice actors go through a lot of, you know, crazy stuff, right? Like they clear a lot of their schedules because sometimes they're like, hey, we need all these lines done and you need to be free and all that kind of jazz, right? A lot, there's, there's constant arguments that voice actors are not paid enough, right? Like that's the biggest thing. There's also arguments that a lot of people that voice actors have to fight to say that we're actors. Like we have to act like that's yeah. part of the thing. Right. So two things came out recently. We had one person um, who is, I think the director of midnight sun, which is the new Marvel game. Right. Yes. Uh, let me bring up what they said. Exactly. I got it right here. Okay. They were not happy. Go ahead and read that. So uh, they retweeted a, uh, uh, gamedev.com uh, that said uh, you know it's completely connected video game blah 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 uh, and Jake Solomon said this would have been a nightmare for us on Midnight Suns I understand the desire I think 
But movies and games are so, so different. And the pressure this puts on the amazing voice actors in game in the gaming space. Uh, well, it says, yeah, different universes. And that's how they should and will stay. Yeah. So how do you like. Again, I understand the controversy of every like i don't want to just repeat everything that you said i completely understand it you know mm. we recently have this whole thing uh that is sweeping the nation by the way it continues to gain viewership in the last of us it yeah. has not gone down in viewership since uh episode one mm. uh it is sweeping the nation yes the fact that uh you have different actors for joel and ellie and everything else like mm -hmm. it just wouldn't be the same dynamic if you put troy baker and uh ashley i can't remember her last name I forget uh uh as joel and, and ellie so yeah for one the age difference would not be as great uh and i i will say this the voice actress for tess i think she could have still been tess in mm -hmm. live action that's just my opinion yeah, but I understand why that the one that passed recently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, because she was uh, actually like an like on film actress. She was on Twenty Four yes. and some shows. Yeah, yes. So I believe she could have still done her job, mm -hmm. but I understand why they chose Pedro Pascal and then uh, I can't remember the actress who is currently playing Ellie. Yeah, I forget her name. Uh, She's from Game of Thrones. Yes, so. uh, but I, it's very very difficult because, like I said um stuff with star wars mm -hmm. uh uh forrest whitaker playing Saul guerrera in rogue one reprised his role for a video game in jedi uh fallen order yeah it made sense you could clearly see hey this is Saul guerrera this is forrest whitaker it makes sense in the continuity mm -hmm. darth vader freaking james Earl jones just sold the rights to his voice to lucasfilm they can now use his voice for everything darth vader it's yeah. gonna make sense it's continuity this i just don't know how they're gonna do it and mm -hmm. it's gonna be because i've i've actually seen and heard criticism of on-screen actors not being the best voice actors mm. so it works both ways vice versa yeah 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 i'm curious uh i'm not in the industry so my my I, my opinion is not super strong on this but i felt like it was contradictory what i was seeing right what it seemed like was the voice actor community or the people that were standing up for the voice actors were saying that essentially film actors or tv actors don't work as hard as they do and i thought that was kind of bullshit because I wanted to reference this other article that I saw on CBR from the from somebody that's working on Naughty Dog that mm -hmm. was criticizing a character. They said they will not work with DC again or ever if this is going to be the future of their games, right? They said they won't do this. I cannot pull up their tweets because they went private. So but Yeah, so I I still have them here in the article. Okay. It's just very hard to read. Uh James Gunn just stated that DC uh, wants the films, games, and animated characters to be consistent and play the same actors. I'll never work on DC till ever again if that's upheld. 
you're uh you've lost your mind if you think hollywood can outdo sorry article uh yeah. sorry uh, ad uh can outdo tara strong's harley or any voice actor uh, and it has his uh twitter handle his next one is these writers and voice actors do 100 versions of everything they are in the booth doing 600 lines of dialogue just to end up with 20 of the best in the game you think uh you're going to get robert pattinson to outwork a voice actor and for a budget that makes sense good luck uh his next tweet is uh games cartoons are not two hour pixar films these mediums have thousands of lines hours of dialogue the only two movie actors uh that have seen kept up are mark hamill uh joker and harley and joel osment uh sora uh Haley joel osment in yeah. sora and the and they become full voice actors they cleared their schedule for years so uh Haley joel osment of course being uh if people don't know if you've ever seen the movie the kid mm-hmm. um right no, no no sorry yeah it is him uh if if you've ever uh seen the oh no no, no sorry not the kid uh, Haley Joel Osment uh, was uh, the in the boys. Mm-hmm. He was the character, oh, the fan, of... right? The fan kid. He's the Sixth Sense kid, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. the Sixth Sense kid. He was in uh, Secondhand Lions. He's the son in Forrest Gump. Yeah. Um, I see. Dead like people. you said, six, six, six Sense. So he has a very big career mm-hmm. in movies but in the playstation game kingdom hearts he plays the character of sora and yeah. he has done that for every single game mm-hmm. yeah my i think my thing was is it feels like a very i don't know when when you constantly have this conversation of vas don't get paid enough vas don't get um enough recognition people don't think that they're real actors but then say that TV and film actors couldn't do their job, I feel like, well, then what are you fighting for? If you think those people can't do your job, do you think you can do theirs? Because then are you, are you, do we need to start separating? Like you're only a voice actor. That's it. So that's you. Or can you be on TV and film? You know what I mean? Um, I think both of those professions are very different. I think a lot of people in the TV industry are there because they have good looks. That is a part of the industry. Like, if you look pretty, they'll throw you on there. Megan Fox made a huge career out of it. She's not the best actress. Um, And so there are going to be, yeah, I would not, like, Tara Strong is fantastic. And I believe she's maybe done some acting here and there. Um, But, yeah, they're not going to make her Harley Quinn. Like, they're just not going to do that. She's not going to be Harley Quinn in the big budget movies. But she has one of the best voices in the game, in my opinion. I... I'm curious if this will last, you know what I mean? Cause I can see some, some actors being divas and not wanting to do this, but you can also make them contractually obligated. You know, I, I want to know because if people remember, they used to make for the superhero movies, mm-hmm. a game that coincided with it. Yeah. Uh, there was Spider-Man, the game, there was Spider-Man Two, the game, there was Batman begins the game. There was yeah. Thor, there was green lantern. There was a whole lot. Even Iron Man had one. Captain America had one. I remember to- Tobey Maguire did the voice 
for all Spider-Man games, Spider-Man mm. 1, 2, and 3. Um, he did the voice. Uh, I don't think any other actor did the voice for any of the other characters. I don't think Christian Bale did yeah, the voice for not. Batman, you know? Yeah. So uh, it's going to be very, very interesting to see how it all works out. Yeah, but I just think it was a, a weird argument to kind of throw out there and be like, there's no way they can work as hard as us. And and the whole like cartoons and games are not two-hour Pixar films. Two-hour Pixar films aren't just two-hour Pixar films. You don't think those voice actors are in the booth for hours on end, you know what I mean? Like granted, there are people like Tom Hanks who has his brother do all the extra stuff. But like for the most part, like, I don't know. I just felt like it was kind of taking jabs at actors and stuff, you know? And maybe they're just scared for their jobs, which is totally fair. Like, I get that. Like, oh, yeah, shit. My job's going to be taken over by somebody that's in Hollywood already. Like, they're good enough, you know? So yeah. I I don't think it would be that big of a deal to use different actors for games, personally. But I also am not going to lie that say, like, I kind of want to hear it. I kind of want to see how it would work out, right? At least for one. And the thing is, this whole idea of like, oh, yeah, you can't do this in a connected universe. It would be a nightmare. Dude, a lot of these games can just be side stories. Like, they don't have to touch the universe at all. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, we have Superman in our universe. You can reference that. We have this in our universe. You can reference that. But you can't you can't say, like, y'all fought this super powerful monster because that's just not a thing yet. We haven't done that, you know? You can just yeah. be like, yeah, you had this crazy fight with the Joker, you know? Bada bing, bada boom. And that's it. Like, they don't need to be insanely crazy stories. Now, maybe developers might think that might hurt the game. That's a fair, fair assessment. But I don't know. I think it's doable. I think a lot of this is just overreaction right now. And I think it could be people scared for their jobs, um, which that is a fair fucking thought. So, um, but yeah, I just wanted to talk about that because it seems like the only, these were the loudest people I saw hating the slate besides like, you know, the Snyder fans. Snyder bros and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, so. Before we move on, I just want to go ahead and uh, do some stuff for, for DC and comic stuff. Uh, side note, I just got this message from a friend. Uh, they uh, did a screenshot of Amazon right now. Mm -hmm. Best sellers, Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow is number one. Batman by Grant Morrison, Omnibus number one is number two. And All-Star Superman is number three. Hmm. Um, the buying options are all from third parties. Right now, the uh, price for Supergirl is ninety-eight dollars. Uh, price for Batman is one hundred and fifty dollars, and the All-Star Superman is sixty-seven dollars. Uh, so it is going insane out there, guys. Read it digitally. Don't be too crazy. Uh, DC Universe Infinite. Uh, you can get a lot of these titles and have them read in a fairly good amount of time. Uh, you don't have to be subscribed forever, but it is a very good website. Uh, they have been doing this is not like super sponsored, by the way. They just uh, uh, they wanted us to share some of this news because uh, they did release a uh, email to me immediately after the slate. And they were doing a lot of good synergy. I don't know if you noticed DC on Twitter was really pushing out some of these uh, titles and books. Yeah. So uh, all of the authority is on DC Universe Infinite. All of Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow, all on DC Universe Infinite. Booster Gold that is being inspired by, you know, the show uh, is all on DC Universe Infinite. They have a, uh, what do they call it? A highlight on Green Lantern right now with Jon Stewart. 
Mm -hmm. All the stuff that is related to James Gunn's DC slate. Uh, you can find all the info on those characters on the DC Universe Infinite app. Uh, the only thing I will say, Creature Commandos, they did add on DC Universe recently as like yesterday, um, but it's only on the Ultra tier. Uh, don't know when it will be released to more tiers, but as of right now, it's only on the Ultra tier. So if you would like to read that, you do have to subscribe to that tier. Uh, nice. And that is it. There's recently a uh, speechless DC title. Um, uh, DC speechless is basically just three cute little uh, comics, and I think they're going to do more, uh, but they have no words. There is a Harley Quinn, a Cyborg, and a Superman one. Uh, they were all really funny, uh, and I really enjoyed them. So go check that out. Do they out. still have writers? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They because they still have to write out the panel yeah, and everything. Yeah, else. what happens? But I was uh, curious if they just let the artist do that. Yeah, you know, let the artist tell the story. Um, yeah, uh, is that it? Or that is that yeah. is it for the DC comic news. They don't uh, so, off. uh, I guess now we jump into questions. Yeah, I do want to point out we do have quite a few questions and they might be diving into some things. We are already over two hours, so if we cut your question short or skip you, our apologies. But I'm not trying to drop a three-hour podcast because Clay actually is going to edit this one. So um, we're going to try to fix some stuff. But anyways, let's go over to YouTube first. We have Eduardo de la Cruz. Who would win? Clock King versus Condiment King. Professor Pig versus Penguin. Red Hood versus Deadshot. Um, why do y'all keep putting Condiment King in this thing, man? Like, it's just sad. Uh, Clock King, easily. I think Clock King has this one. Yeah. Um, just with his his pun intended timing, uh, and precision, I think Clock King will get will get that one for yeah. sure. Easy. Con Key Condiment King is a joke. Like, you'd have to have Condiment King fight like a five year old, and even then, he might lose. Um, Professor Pig versus Penguin. I'm. Oh, I don't know, man. That that one could be tough. I think I think if it's like a straight fight, it's Professor Pig. Yeah. Um, but if you're talking about like intelligence and stuff, I'd probably give the edge to Penguin. I think I would give the edge to Penguin if it's that. Um, but I think Professor Pig might be able to lure in Penguin. That's the thing. Uh, True. I I think that is is something that he definitely needs to worry about because. I mean, Professor Pig does that all the time. He lures people into his traps, and he 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 is a methodical thinker in his, choosing his targets. Yeah. So, uh, I'm gonna have to give it to Professor Pig on this one. Yeah. And then Red Hood versus Deadshot. This is interesting because I, when you use. I've always said that Red Hood lets his anger get the best of him, and that's why he's probably the most losing Bat family member. I think that would be a fair statement to make. Um, he is one of the more cooler-looking Batman, I mean, except for the Mortal Kombat suit. But I don't know, man. I hmm, This one's tough. I, I want to give it to Deadshot, to be honest. I'm going to give it to Deadshot. Um, I think, unfortunately, just the cockiness. Again, he has been trained by Batman. I understand Red Hood, but yeah. I think he will go into this fight thinking, oh, this isn't even a fight. I got him, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, and I think Deadshot could, could surprise him. 
Yeah, I've seen Deadshot go up against Deathstroke, and they were equal. So when it came to like you know weaponry and stuff, so I'm curious on how that would go. I do think Red Hood's anger would get the best of him at times because Deadshot just needs to make a Joker joke or something like that and throw him off his game. I think Red Hood is very capable of taking out Deadshot, and with the amount of the amount of comics that have been out, he probably has at some point. But I think uh, Deadshot has the upper hand there. Uh, moving on to speaking of uh, Red Hood, Jason Todd. If someone made Spider Man News Weekly, even having the '60s Spider Man theme with News Weekly set after it, would they be seen as an ally or an enemy? Why? <laughs> um, I would say I wouldn't see you as an enemy. I would see you if you're taking our exact intro. Granted, we're taking the actual theme. I just added News Weekly. Um. I would see you as a copycat, but I don't know if I would see you well, as. In, in what is what is the the phrasing? Uh, uh, flattery is that one? Yeah, yeah, the flattery one. It's, flattery it's, is the best form of something. Well, well something uh, is the best form of flattery, and I can't yeah, remember that yeah. word. Uh, and I think that you know, okay, cool. Like we've inspired somebody to make a podcast about Spider Man. Yeah. Uh, I'd give it a listen. Yeah, I'd give it a listen. I would. I would like to see how long you go consistently because <laughs> it took a panic attack for us to take a break for three weeks after two and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I had the panic attack in 2021, February. We mm -hmm. took about three weeks off, maybe more like two and a half. Cause we filmed half an episode and I had a panic attack during the yeah. episode. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we missed like maybe like two or three episodes. I remember that. And then we came back and we haven't missed since um so yeah i would like to see if you could go that long that's what that's what i would say because we've been pretty consistent compared to a lot of other podcasts out there we've been hella consistent so uh yeah but no i would not see you as an enemy but uh yeah i would say um you know maybe maybe try something a little different <laughs> but uh <laughs> hey no if hey i would I don't know what's going on with Spider-Man, so it's definitely something worth listening to. I, I will say, uh, Spider-Man is in the same vein as Batman. There's a lot of comics that are spinning off of it, so okay. you can still have a very big comic section that we usually have. Not going to have one this episode, just because there was hardly none yeah. uh batman comics to talk about um there's a comics in general it's like four, four four books right yeah Something like that. there uh there's a lot of stuff animated with spider-man uh that you can go back to and stuff planned and there's movies and animated stuff so i i think that you could have a very consistent you know kind of same uh uh what's the right word uh uh routine that we mm -hmm. do yeah but i i think it could work yeah uh get a co-host i will say that it's easier uh and split the work split the work um because it makes life so much easier uh anyways we got ivan jr Woo! uh all new dc announcements um what are you guys most excited about out of the whole slate what would you say superman superman 100 percent. yeah i'd have to go seeing the first time we're gonna get batman and robin i'll, I'll pick that brave and the bold although i will say I'm really intrigued by the authority. I really want to see that because I want Midnighter. I think that's going to be really cool. So yeah, yeah I'd go with that. Um, we got Nathan up next. Is there any Batman character you believe could benefit from a race change? I think Ivy as a seductive Latina could work and bring in more audience. Maybe call her Paulo 
Es- Essia? I can't. I can't. I'm terrible so, at pronunciations. So, and so instead of Pamela Isley, yeah. it would be uh, Poala uh, Isla. It, yeah, Is, I'm terrible. Uh, Islas, Islas. Islas. Or, or Islas. Uh, I don't I, speak Spanish as my native language. So I I was thinking about this. Um, and it's really, really hard to like because you're gonna have people complaining on both sides. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh there I've recently seen a whole lot of people do the whole like well, I'm black and this character being racist, like it, it's just yeah. it doesn't look good all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh I would have to say uh, I'm trying to th- like is it any Batman character? So not necessarily Bat family. It yeah, could be yeah. villains also. Mm-hmm. Um God, that's hard. Yeah. A majority of the villains are white, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I think everybody's like, it's okay if white people are evil. Like I feel like they're like, just it really that. is it's though, so and, that, and that's ultimately why it's yeah. hard for me to choose because like you're gonna have the people who are like, oh, so now you made the the Mexican the bad guy. Yeah, and that's you, uh, know? you know, unfortunately, that is it's it's unfortunate because there is so much history behind it that you always make a person of color the bad guy. And mm-hmm. I think that's why we don't have a problem with like, oh, well, white bad characters. But at the same time, that comes from every character was white for a really long time. You know what I mean? Unless it was like caricatures of people of color, which were really bad um, in early you, comics. So You know what? Make the Grayson family Spaniard. Fucking do it. Is that not... I forget. Doesn't he have some ties to something that they don't showcase? Because I know that was like a big thing like when that Lego guy was talking about being... Like, what's the most important thing about Dick Grayson? And it was... Somebody brought up his race, but like, I don't... I don't know, actually. I don't know what it what it is. I don't know. Because here's the thing, man. Sometimes people will throw in random little things about character. Like, certain writers will just throw in random little things and hope they stick, right? I think at one point they were trying to make Batman Jewish. And I was just like, uh, that was, I think, uh, I think fucking Bendis was trying to make him Jewish. Ah, so I, I, I went ahead and uh, just Google searched Dick Grayson mm-hmm. race ethnicity. And it says here, even more recent was current Nightwing rebirth writer, Tim Seeley comments on Twitter. Seeley confirmed in a now deleted tweet. Dick's mother is a Romani immigrant. Yeah, that's what, that's what it was. That family is very inconsistent. Um, you know, I mean, now his parents have had affairs and stuff. So I'm just like, uh, I don't know what's going on with that family. I wish they would solidify that. But yeah, there is a lot of actors that do that. Or not actors, but writers that kind of try to throw in little things. And maybe that's because they want to relate to that character more. I, I really want to say Bendis tried to make like a character Jewish that I've never really. Well, uh, they, he made a comment like, it's so weird because they're like, Oh yeah. Uh, they have bar mitzvahs in Krypton. That's like, yeah. Oh yeah. So something like that. That's weird. Like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, Uh, I don't know. It's, it is weird. So you'll see a lot of things like that. A bat character. I feel like if, if you wanted to go bat family, right. I feel like Drake being like Asian could easily be swapped out um, mm-hmm. because there was um, that kid Beast Boy from Titans was trying to be uh, Tim Drake. And I was like, he would have looked awesome. Yeah. He did all the fighting and stuff himself, too, which I thought was really awesome. I think that would be an easy swap that P- 
people would be, I think, okay with. Like, you know what I mean? Like, granted, you're always going to have somebody complain, but I think it's a pretty, like, easy swap. To be honest, just lean into Catwoman's heritage. Her mom is, like, Cuban or Latino. Like, they don't solidify it depending on where you read it. Like, she could be Mexican. She could be, like, fucking Cuban. She could be whatever. They just lean into that. Like, you know what I mean? But they never do that kind of stuff. And they kind of just keep her, like, oh, she's just Selena, you know? Uh, her dad's Irish. We know that. Like, so I don't know. You could lean into that and make her more instead of having to switch it up. But I think Tim Drake would probably be the easiest one for me um, that I think you can you can swap and you'd be fine. Uh, moving on from there, we got Clay. What would happen if Joker and Batman switch bodies for a day? How would that scenario play out? What do you think? I think I think it's very easy how that would play out. Uh, mm-hmm. Joker would then be doing crimes as Batman to frame him. Yeah. Uh, and Batman would put on a bat suit and and go fight crime uh, and go stop Joker like that. I think yeah. that is easily uh, something that they would do. I think it would be really uh, intriguing to see like how the Bat family would react to Joker knocking at the Wayne Manor or yeah. even getting into the Batcave. Um, Which everybody gets into the Batcave. Let's be real. Yes, <laughs> yes. But like it would it would be very interesting to see how exactly the scenarios would play out. But ultimately, I know like that we would go from A, B and C and C would be. Yeah, they would. Uh, Joker would try to 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 frame Batman and then Joker Batman would try to stop him. I actually think because I think Batman would know that's exactly what Joker would do. I think Batman would try to make fun of Joker's reputation and he would start doing good things and he'd be like, that's not me, you know, and he would just get really mad that his reputation is being ruined. And he, I think he would start just ruining because I think that's what Joker cares about more besides also like trying to kill Batman is his reputation as being the best villain or whatever. Not necessarily the best villain, but, you know, he cares about how people view him. And I think um, Batman would do things to make him look better in a better light. That could backfire, though, because if they switch their bodies back, then people are like, oh, Joker's not such a bad guy. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. Because I feel like you, I feel like you've described a like silver or golden age story. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I I'm also just pulling from we've seen how the Joker doesn't like people using his ideas or stuff like that, you know. Yeah, and he cares about how he's viewed because when Harley captured the Batman and uh, you know in in Mad Love or whatever that one episode from the animated series, he's pissed and he literally throws her out of a window, like. And he's just so mad about it. And Batman feeds into it. He's all like, she had me, you know? Like, there was no way I could get out of that. Like, I would have died. And Joker's so mad. Um, so, like, I think Batman knows how he would act. So he would change something up. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Or, yeah, I mean, I can't... You can't be like, I'd be a better Joker. Because then you'd have to kill a lot of people. And I don't think Batman's going to do that. Um, Alexis Barrera... If Batman were to get sucked into a video game and interact with the world slash story, what would be the most interesting to see and why? <sighs> I mean, into a video game. I feel like this is uh, kind of like the episode. It, not really. But uh, if you're so rich or, or if you're so smart, why aren't you rich? Um, yeah. Where they 
uh, are stuck in the labyrinth. And it's the exact same video game that Tim Drake uh, yeah. was playing the entire time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I would think like some sort of puzzle game would be something that would be, of course, very interesting to like really see how Batman thinks outside of the box when like reality doesn't matter, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. Uh, I think that would be kind of fun to experience. Yeah, my brain automatically goes to something like a Skyrim. Only because, like, if you say Star Wars and stuff, Batman's dealt with future technology. He's dealt with crazy space stuff. So, like, that wouldn't really phase him. But going to, like, the hardcore past where it's just swords and stuff, like, and dragons, like, how does he how does he deal with that, right? Granted, he's fought dragons and stuff in his world. But he would run out of resources because he wouldn't have all the stuff he normally but also just imagine batman in fall guys yeah that would be interesting (laughs) does he have his weapons though you know (laughs) but he would also be gangster because he'd be like op i think (laughs) he would be taller than everybody yeah well granted fall guys are apparently over six foot Oh my so, god, are you yeah. serious? Yeah, there's if you type in like Fall Guys Anatomy or something like that, like I think one of the artists or whatever drew their actual anatomy and it's terrifying. That's absolutely so, terrifying. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, I'm still waiting for a Batman skin in Fall Guys. That's why I haven't been playing this for so long. Anyways, Moncray, um, who do you think should be in Batman the Brave and the Bold? I think Nightwing and Deathstroke would uh please so many fans, including myself, even if Nightwing is a cameo. I think the entire Bat family is going to be yeah. introduced. Introduced, yeah. not like solidified hardcore characters in the, in the movie. I think the introduction of the Bat family is something that is very important to the new DC universe. And so I think everybody in the Bat family will at least show up. Um, Villain-wise, if it's based off of Grant Morrison, it's going to be Ra's al Ghul. It's going to be the League of Assassins. Um, so... Uh, Deathstroke might be in there. It, yeah. He may not. I don't know. Yeah, because he was trained by them. So it'll be very interesting. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about Talia and Raish again. You know? Granted, hopefully they do it more in the comic booky style. Mm-hmm. But I hope it's not like, I'm going to destroy the world kind of thing again. Because I'm just like, ugh, ugh, you know? Um, I don't know. We'll see. It'll be it'll be interesting because that's what Talia is doing. She's trying to destroy the world in that book. So we'll see where that goes. But yeah, I don't know. Brave and the Bold could be anything because, you know, they've done a lot in that series before. So, yeah, uh, moving over to the die scored for the remaining questions that we got. We do have a few. Um, I don't know which one's better here from bats um, because they had two. Let's see. Uh, oh, we actually don't even need to answer the last, the first one because it has to do with Affleck and he's not coming back. Yeah. So the second one is, Gunn also mentioned that the Bat family, uh, so could there be a chance that Leslie Grace would come back as Batgirl, which we kind of talked about this. We talked kind of talked about this. Um, I, I honestly think if the Batgirl movie was as bad as everybody says, I think it hurts the chances of her coming back. Yeah, because I wonder if it's her acting that was bad. Or if it was just the overall movie. Mm-hmm. Um, because what a lot of people don't understand is like, you know, some people do have like bad TV dialogue delivery. 
And if they're trying to go for serious, like heartwarming things at points, maybe she couldn't do that. I don't know. It's unfortunate because we'll never know. Yeah. Um, unless somebody at WB snuck that shit out and was like, yeah, but I mean, even the directors tried and it was gone. So, and they openly admitted that, but, um, yeah, I don't know. A lot of people that were scoopers that saw it said it wasn't great. So yeah, it's unfortunate. I mean, when you hear CW level, like that's tough, like, and cause there has been good CW, but it felt like bad CW is what they're referencing. And yeah. there's some bad CW. Uh, let's see. Moving on, Kid Stu, who uh, who says, who is one director that you would like to see work in the DCU, and which project would you have them direct? Hmm. Uh, so I've had this ever since I saw it last year. Um, there was a movie that came out last year, known as Bullet Train. Ah. Uh absolutely immaculate movie loved it um actually saw it on my birthday again uh earlier this month uh uh it is uh david leach leich uh, l-e-i-t-c-h um and i said that would be like bullet train if you trade uh freaking brad pitt's character mm -hmm. with uh either uh bruce wayne or oliver queen mm -hmm. and just make all the assassins assassins of the dc universe it would be an amazing dc movie hmm, um, i highly recommend it it's like a two-hour movie what um, is I it on it is currently on netflix oh can't share passwords anymore so uh, dude <laughs> i'm so pissed We're, but see the thing is i, I will be completely honest because i know she doesn't listen to this uh podcast mm -hmm. but uh me and my parents are not in the greatest standing right now mm -hmm. and uh we have a profile on their account mm -hmm. if i don't log in on their home ip address within 31 days as soon as this starts mm -hmm. the entire account gets blocked not just my profile Oh, dun, dun, dun. yeah, so. I, I did. I heard everybody bitching about it. Um, somebody brought up the question there like, did Netflix just forget about college students because you're all going to be connecting to the same internet? Yeah, how does that work? So, um, it'll be very interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, my fam has it, but I don't know if I can. Is it so? It's just got to connect to your internet, it's not devices, like, I'm yeah, confused. it's it, so, like, say. Uh, your entire family is connected to your Netflix account, right? Yeah. And then let's say that your sister decides mm -hmm. that she is going to go move into New York. Yeah. Uh, but she's still signed in. Because she is not signed in under your internet IP address. Um, so it's not devices then. It's, it's not device. The okay. It's the IP address. So then I, I can could watch it. Yeah. So I could take all of my devices, go to my parents, mm -hmm. log in on the 25th of every single month. Yeah. To stay consistent. But that's a huge hassle. Yeah. You just got to drive by. <laughs> drive by at night, park in the driveway real quick, log in, get out of there. Um, yeah, that's dumb. I think if they wanted to save like stuff, you, you make it devices, 
you make an X amount of number of devices, right? Yeah. Because like internet can can stretch pretty far. Um, but I think isn't it like Disney Plus or HBO Max that is a device count? Like you can only have it on so many, or am I wrong? Um, I believe Disney Plus is a device count. Yeah, I, I don't think. know. I could be wrong. I I don't. I've, I I have not watched a lot of. I'm catching up on Harley Quinn right now. That's about it. Um, which there's some really good moments in Harley Quinn for sure. I need I need to I need to catch up on yeah. the latest season. It's uh, it's got. Some, I, I'm listening to it in the background, so there's stuff that just makes me laugh randomly. But it is interesting, um, like what they were doing in it. Anyways, okay, we're getting really close to three hours, so we're gonna answer about two more questions. Sorry if we don't answer all of them, guys. Um, random question here: Do you guys think James Gunn will eventually do the black, the blue uh, suit on screen? Uh, we've answered this before. Um, we hope that they yeah. will. Uh, but the big question was if we if we could choose between white eyes or blue suit. Yeah, I would have chosen white eyes uh, because I hope that eventually we will get multiple suits. So that's my yeah. Thing. Um, yeah, white eyes, man. I don't think James Gunn gives us that though. I think he gives us a lot, but I don't think he gives us white eyes, um, which would be fantastic though. Uh, and last one, we'll just go with Young. Uh, my question is, what do you think would make Batman break his no-kill rule and still be in character? Is this... I don't think this is... I think his character dies when you kill somebody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, it's it's not a... You can't stay in character yeah. by destroying the one pillar that he's been on for his entire crusade. Dilemma here, though. or uh, Devil's advocate. What if he saves let's just say all of gotham by sacrificing himself what happened that I, I i i think is okay because he's always kind of been the sacrificial lamb he's yeah. always been like oh if anybody has to die it's me yeah, um, yeah. so his I, life sometimes i think matter. it's silly but yeah. I, yeah his his life doesn't matter because as long as everybody else is is safe that's... yeah so i think that is the only way that would stay in character is if batman sacrificed himself for others would be the only way he's still batman and he kills somebody technically and the only way that makes sense is because he knows that when he's gone nightwing red hood yeah robin and the rest of the Justice League have everything under control. Yeah. Yeah, so that would be the only way. But that is it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, feel free to answer your questions again if we missed your questions, because I know there's a few that we didn't answer here. But, um, yeah, Clay, I don't know if there's anything else we need to talk about, but if we don't, what do you got going on this week? Uh, this week, uh, Katie and I over at Star Wars Alliance reviewed uh, Episodes 5 and 6 of The Bad Batch Season 2, so go check that out. Um, and that is basically it for me. Nice. I am still working on the new channel. I wrote some stuff last night that I might try to film today or tomorrow, but I have to also do a lot of my editing job stuff. But uh, yeah, live streams usually on Tuesdays and Fridays. Uh, if you're not in the Discord, join the Discord. That's where you can keep up with us uh, most of the times. But that's going to be it, ladies and gentlemen. As always, he is Fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne. And remember, Batman is awesome. Batman!